Welcome to the Inglorious Bards. I'm your humble game master, Tom, and this is Adventure 41. Glad to have you here. We are picking up where we left off in the cold northern wasteland, not a wasteland, really, um, Nordic rolling hills, but covered in snow, fighting off an army of uh, dragonkin, and our heroes are plopped down right in the middle of it. Uh, thanks to everyone for uh, tuning in. We are coming to you live on twitch.tv slash Bards every Tuesday, 7 p.m., also available on every podcast platform known to man, and you can check out our older videos on YouTube. Join our Discord, check out our Patreon, Patreon account. All of this can be found on ingloriousbards.com. Without further ado, let's find out what happened last week with a recap from Jeremy. Yeah, so we landed in Ivoron, uh, and before we even got there, we found the white dragon perched on top of a tower. Uh, we saw that the city that we were looking at, Varric, that we we're uh, uh, sailing into, was lobbing all sorts of things using catapults and big stones and fire at the dragon. Uh, it jumped up and swooped away towards us, and uh, Xanar and the dragon traded a little bit of firefight, but uh, it took off. It actually didn't attack the boat at all, so we were able to safely make it into harbor. Uh, when we got off the boats, we were immediately escorted, uh, just like last time, but this time we were taken straight to uh, the capital area of uh, kind of where the general, uh, General Vorman, uh, was addressing us and uh, was about to catch us up on where things are going, expecting that we were a, a big army coming up from Navarre. Uh, he was very put out by the fact that Xanner was a sorcerer or wizard or any magic keep keeper of any sorts because he felt that he should be the only one with magic. So he kicked Xanner out, which meant that Piercy uh, insulted him. So he kicked Piercy out. Everyone tried to defend those two except for the very quiet uh, Sildren and Yaru. Uh, everyone else was, was booted away. Uh, and Sildren and Yaru were able to find out that uh, Vorman was really working on securing one of three things to help win the war. A magic ink. Uh, let me see. What, what was the other ones? A couple others. Kalkuvad, uh, who, who was a, a wizard of the dragonkin. He wanted to see if he could be defeated. Um, also learned something about the dragon with the star off to the east that the dragonkin seemed to be really interested in. So uh, we promptly ignored all of those requests and instead went on our own to go find the girl that we were originally looking for in the first place. Uh, there was a lot of further commotion where we saw kind of the, the impacts of what was happening with the war. We saw wounded. Bali and Sildren were both trying to do their best to, to, to heal the wounded. And finally, when we went uh, further on, uh, Xander actually ran into Ronard and got himself some, some warm gear. But we later on actually encountered uh, an attack in the, in the town to the south where we thought the girl was going to be. And uh, a bunch of Colium guards were there. Everyone uh, jumped into action, and Sildren and Xander surprised everybody to become dragons as well and fight ice with fire, as it were, and acid. Uh, we ended up cleaning up the battle, except for one, and that's where we left off, dragons in pursuit. So from there, I imagine everyone's going to keep fighting on and let the adventure begin.
Dozens of burly soldiers in leather armor and thick coats stand on a tall palisade wall. The wall stretches out as far as they can see to the east and west across snowy fields, a testament to the strength and determination of the Ivoron people. But today, dark shapes approach from the north through heavy falling snow. A tall man with a thick beard, a fur-lined coat, and an axe handed down through his family over the generations walks along the wall. He holds a tall flaming torch and walks from soldier to soldier to lend them his courage. He is King Grever, the man leading his people against the Colium army, the man holding the dragonkin back from the rest of Varen. Keep blade and flame close at hand. Trust in the strength of the wall and the man standing next to you. The dragonkin march again today, but they will crash and die against the king's wall. Most of the soldiers are silent, peering through the snow and the dark shapes. King Grever pounds reassuringly on the armored shoulders of his warriors as he walks by. One of the king's aides runs up the wall and speaks with the king in private, away from the rest of the men. My king, General Vorman reports back that another white dragon was spotted near the city. That's uh, all we need. The enemy to bring even more dragons to Ivoron. Enough of that. What did Vorman say about his magic, his uh, secret plan to send this army running? The general reports that the magic he needs is still missing. There is nothing he can do until he finds it. He has sent a team of scouts to locate the missing wagons. I trust he sent scouts from Navarre. We can't spare our own warriors. Not exactly, my lord. The general sent new allies. The defenders of the realm. The defenders are here in Ivoron. I heard they were dead, slain in battle months ago. Well, that's some good news. And what of our own scout? Where is Fendik? No word of Fendik of the Broken Bows. He was last seen trying to hunt down the Colium mage, Kalkuvad. Another loss. We can't hold the north forever. Where is Navarre? Where are the dwarves? Where's Calavier? The loud roar of a dragon overhead in the clouds thunders across the snowy field, the king's wall, and through the very hearts of the Ivoron warriors. King Grever takes a deep breath, sends his aide back to the city, and turns to his men with a swagger. Warriors of Ivoron, we're in luck today. Vodak the White is up this morning. He's just in time to see the blood of dragonkins spill across the Ivoron snow. Man the catapult, spread the lines and steal yourselves for battle. We hold the King's Wall once again. As the dragonkin close in, burly warriors cheer and raise their swords across the palisade wall. Across many miles of hills, a strong black wolf runs through the white snow. His legs push hard as he chases after three flying figures off in the distance. Far ahead, a dragonkin mage speeds through the air, zipping between fir trees just over the ground. It races towards a ridge where he just might lose his pursuers. It quickly looks behind and sees no one in sight. It lost them. This terrible battle is finally over. Now it can safely fly to Incoming dragon! Xanner, polymorphed as a red dragon, smashes through half a dozen trees, raining branches and snow on the ground. Sildren, in green dragon form, flies close behind through the Watch for your crashing, Xanner. Hurry up, Sildren! He just disappeared up ahead! We almost got him! 
Xanar flies through more branches as the chase heads to the top of the ridge. Getting caught in a few trees, Xanar is passed by Sildren in his green dragon form. Slow and steady wins the race. Xanar gives a toothy dragon grin before launching himself back out of the trees. Sildren turns back to locate their prey, only to find it's too late. The dragonkin mage is standing in the snow beneath the heroes, weaving a counterspell. Too late to turn, Sildren is caught in the anti-magic field and his form snaps back into his normal half-elven self. The druid tumbles through the air before crashing hard into the ground and slamming into a snow-covered boulder. The red dragon that is Xanar flies up the ridge and is also caught by the anti-magic spell. One moment, there's a red dragon blazing across the sky. The next moment, a little gnome is sailing far out across the ridge and over into a quarry. I regret nothing! Sildren tries to lift his head, but the world goes dark. He lies in the snow, bleeding and unconscious. The dragonkin mage approaches with clawed feet, crunching ever closer to the druid. It forms a blade of ice in its hand and puts it to the helpless Sildren's throat. You fight like a mage, but die like a dog. This is better an end than you deserve. Suddenly, a black form flies through the air and crashes into the dragonkin. Snarling teeth sink in the dragonkin's hide as Shunka tears back and forth into the creature. The black wolf claws at the face of the mage and bites at its throat. The dragonkin stabs desperately multiple times into the wolf's side with his ice blade. With a tremendous kick, Shunka is sent sailing through the air and crashes into the boulder with a thud. The black wolf howls in pain when it collapses into the snow. The dragonkin mage stands up and flings red blood off its ice blade. The mage steps over to the druid to finally finish him off, but finds the battle is still not over. Tired and wounded, the black wolf limps between the dragonkin and the druid, lowers his head and snarls with blood-stained teeth. The mage raises its ice blade once again. Time to end you both. Two arrows streak through the cold air and sink deep into the back of the dragonkin mage. It turns around in a howl before a third arrow pierces straight through its mouth. The mage stumbles backwards, gasping and gurgling blood before collapsing dead in the snow. A hooded archer steps out from the trees, scans the rest of the woods, and makes his way over to the bloody scene at the boulder. The archer approaches the wounded Shunka with an outstretched hand. The black wolf stops snarling and sniffs at the hand. Easy there. Easy. The archer strokes Shunka's neck and scratches his ears. Oh, a new friend I see. Looks like you'll make it. Well, better have a look at your master now and see how he's fared. The archer pulls back his hood, kneels down next to Sildren, and positions him carefully in the snow. After a few minutes, the druid blinks his eyes. He looks at the archer and manages a weak smile. The archer grins back and sits him up. I see you're still getting into more trouble than you can handle, my friend. Sildren reaches up and shakes the hand of his old friend, Idrisil of the Wardens. As usual. Well, I can't be saving you all the time. How are you? Surprised to be alive, to tell you the truth. Well, you've come across a dragonkin. Speaking of which, did you see a red dragon flying around? 
I've not seen a red dragon since... Well, that's not important. But I heard Xana quite a distance away. He would have been the red dragon. Oh! He's grown okay. in power since last you met him. <laughs> okay, I didn't... Oh, goodness. That means more fire, doesn't it? <laughs> he rubs, he rubs burn no wounds idea. that are old and charred on his back primarily too. <laughs> okay, well, um, I see, um, well, I guess I don't see Yathane anymore. She has passed, unfortunately. This is, this is your met new... Shunka, it appears. Your new ward? And Sildren will heal Shunka in that moment um, right. with heal animal. Shunka um, is healed up and uh, steps uh, between the two of you and lays down at your side, Sildren. Our other companions about... Took more than one of me to replace you, didn't it? <laughs> well... Shall we go meet them? Indeed. You guys uh, head off. You go in the wrong direction for a bit where you find in one of the quarries that surround this town a uh, bedraggled-looking Xanner who you help out, um, who looks uh, just a little stunned. Uh, you guys help him out of the quarry and walk back through the snow to the small village just down the way. In the village, our friends are there helping uh, get the rest of the people safe and secure. There's about maybe 16, 20 people that are here in the village. There are a couple folks that are wounded. There are two people that are have uh, were just killed in this attack by the dragonkin. And there's uh, still some commotion and still some action going on. Uh, before you guys, you three arrive, the rest of you that are still there, uh, Yaru, Palik, uh, Piercy, and Bali, you guys are kind of dealing with the chaos and someone asking for help over here. Bali, you go over there and you start trying to do some healing. Uh, and in particular, Piercy, you hear a, a nasty die of a Colium soldier still alive. One you had badly wounded and thought dead is on top and is trying to strangle to death with the last of its strength uh, one of the villagers, both laying on the ground. Um, I walk over and I take some swings at him. Okay. My short sword. You Absolutely. Like, hang on just a second. <laughs> it's all in the wrist. You got to get a really loose grip, grip, cover your thumbs, and uh, yeah, you can dispatch him at your leisure. No rush. Uh, don't, don't don't rush for it. You, like, you need help with that? Peasant's gonna be fine. I I do it. It's it's uh, it's okay. And uh, Piercy runs over and. Uh, as he's running, draws his short sword out and prepares to stab him in the back. The Colium guard. All right. He is just uh, strangling this guy, and there's this old villager underneath it whose eyes are bulging, who's trying to hold onto these claws, which are just starting to sink into his neck. Do, do you want me to make a roll? No, I just want you to declare what you're just, doing. Just uh, stab him! I'm stabbing him. Do you need help? As, you are as, so ready. You've readied like time. seven actions. <laughs> you need to strap a small child to your back first. 
can if you want me to. The trigger is in due time, and then the result is... <laughs> uh, yeah, describe it. What do you do? Um, I race. I just I see him bent over, uh, hands around the guy, and I don't I don't even say anything. And no no, what assistance needed? Just plunge the sword right into his spine. All right, you plunge it straight into his spine. There's this cracking noise. Ah, gives out a last gasp and dies. You said no witticism needed. Are you sure there isn't like a CSI Miami after the kill thing you want to do? Come on, Mr. Von Mo, you got something? <laughs> a post-combat Von Mo. <laughs> uh, I just wipe the short sword off on the Colium guard, and then um, extend Perfect. a hand to the villager. That got to me. Help you up. You lean over the villager and point though at the dragon. I got your back. <laughs> <laughs> he takes your hand. He's uh, bloody, but you see it's not his blood. He is not wounded, although he's just gasping. He's an older man uh, who says, oh, thank you for your help. Oh, thank you for everything. You, you and your you and your warriors saved us. It's my job. Yes, uh, you're very welcome. And he uh, pats you on the back and says, oh, how did you, how did you know? Uh, well, I mean, uh, they're the, the emissaries of King Feon and, and defenders of the realm and, and we're the, the heroes of Navarre and, and, the, and the, the things of Baran and, and we know the things because uh, they were sent here to, to spy. There's a map and, and at uh, the wall they told us maybe this way. You are a confusing little man, but Thank you've, you. got, you've got a good heart. And he pats you on the chest where your heart would normally be, but yours is like on the other side or something. <laughs> you forgot Saviors of Port Rising! <laughs> the title's getting bigger. Uh, Master Yaru. Hello. You stand near the remains of the Colium Spark that was this maybe four foot wide sphere of blue energy that you guys destroyed during this battle. You stand in the remains, which is some slightly bluish, kind of burntish stone. Oh, it's not okay. stone, sorry, snow. Uh, and you wonder what the purpose of this magical effect was. You slowly reach out a paw and the blue sphere flashes instantly back, almost as though in a death throw. The energy from the sphere blasts your hand for nine points of electrical damage. Oh no, that hurts. More interestingly, your mind is jolted and filled with thoughts of the Colium Dragonkin. You see images of them marching out and then flying off from the kingdom of Jarvain with its big, steep, snow-covered mountains and heading south. You see a Dragonkin mage leading several of its uh, Colium soldiers into battle against the king's wall again and again, slowly whittling down their numbers before taking a beating himself and fleeing. You then see images of snow continually gathering and growing around the hills of Ivoron. And then you finally see an image of a great white dragon, Char Ice, watching all of this from afar with a wicked serpentine grin. Your vision then snaps back to this small town as you fall backwards and land on your butt in the snow, shaking your head. Oh. Well, I, oh, it's so wet. 
Uh, Yaru is going to go ahead and use his winding flow ability to stand right up. All right. And walk over to everybody and uh, exclaim the visions that he just saw. Um, all that are present, um, excluding uh, and anyone he can find. He knows Piercy's now distracted uh, with the guy. So basically, he just tells Palik and Bali, who will listen, uh, what he just saw. Um, I had just some something has happened to me just now. I've had a premonition. I have seen into what I hope cannot be the near future, but I have seen herself, Charice, smiling, the most terrible, wicked smile, looking down upon a vision of great carnage. I have seen the Coleum General I can understand only to be the one we learned about earlier today. I saw snow growing and ice growing larger, the days growing shorter. Where, in your in your, your dream, where, where was Char Ice? We'll have to, we'll have to draw a map in the snow and find out, you know how I am with maps. Can we replay the stream <laughs> and now look at the video replay? <laughs> It was far north, farther than our journey should. So it was yesterday that dragon we saw. Couldn't have been her. Is there another big dragon? I fear there are multiple <clears throat> dragons. <laughs> you guys hear grunting <laughs> as Xanner and Sildren and a new old ally uh, of Idrisil come walking through the snow to the rest of the group into town. The sun is just starting to set, by the way. I'm just asking, how could he even counterspell a spell that he doesn't do? He's already a dragon. He shouldn't be able to undo dragon spells. He doesn't turn into dragons anymore. I'm just, I know I've said it three times, but it's still worth noting. So not much has changed. <laughs> oh, good. Xander's back. Yay! Did uh, you miss me? Well, uh, hello. Yep. Hello, every one. Sildren, who the fuck are these people? Hey, I recognize you. <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh, I know you. You're the you're the wee one from underground, aren't you? Uh, well, uh, yeah, I guess. You're um, what'd you call yourself? Uh, you're a guardian of the universe or something, right? What were you? You called yourself something funny. Yeah, I'm like I'm the greatest swordsman that's ever lived. Oh, congratulations, Your Majesty. Uh, uh, so maybe who, the second greatest. Oh, Sergeant, sounds You're like the competition on our hands. Swords wrapped. Man, where's Ziggy in a time like this? Okay. Uh. And you, sir. He points to uh, Bali, who just looks uh, serious and uh, kind of regal, you know. <clears throat> well, Bali's been tending to the uh, defeated and, and whatnot. He comes over with a <laughs> blood-covered hand with entrails <laughs> slipping off of it to shake. Is this one of your mates, Sojin? Indeed, this is Bali. 
and I forget his last name, something, something, <laughs> Hammer his, or something, his, I don't know. His beard looks quite something ashy. Something about Hammers, I think. His beard looks quite ashy. <laughs> I'm, I'm on loan from the king. I'm an emissary to the, to the south there. A pleasure to meet you. As am I. Um, gather around everyone. I haven't much time, um, but I must speak with you all. Are you dying? Are you sick? <laughs> Your dreams are not coming true today, Zanna. I'm not dying. You don't mind me, I'm just uh, tending to the, some of the wounds here. Look at this one. And uh, <laughs> Bolly will begin uh, healing up with some medicine around the group there. All right, uh, you guys are able to get healed. You can go ahead and heal all of your wounds as several hours go by. They tend to the dead and honor them appropriately. You, the two healers in the group help out with some of the wounded and they provide you with some lodging accommodations as the as nightness closes in on this small town and the cold really kicks in. You are all gathered in the largest uh, house, which is as close to a, a, a village hall as they have. And here they are having a memorial and celebration of the victory and memorial of those uh, they have lost just today. And that's uh, as, as big of a feast as they can manage. It's not a lot of food, uh, but everyone in town is gathered. Uh, while it continues to snow outside, they've got someone on a um, cr very crude looking mandolin that's not tuned well, who's playing some song. Uh, but they've got lots of ale that they're passing around and drinking and having a good time. Uh, you guys hear tales about how cold it's been over the few hours of this feast, uh, how the multiple villages are they can see that they're running low on food that they're far enough away from the wall that they thought they were safe but there have been coleum soldiers flying overhead uh, and you're drinking goat milk you're drinking ale you're eating goat chops as well as strips of bear meat although i don't know if sildren partakes in all of that no that's, that's a sh shaking head thing. Children, you get used to it after like two weeks it's really not that bad Idrisil, you said you had something you wanted to share as you lean over at the table and chat with them. Uh, I do, voice in the sky. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, friends, it's been a long time, but again, I can't stay much longer, so another round and then I must be off. But Are you playing it being mysterious very well? Well, I'll uh, leave no further ado. I was sent here with my uh, fellow wardens by King Feon. And I've split them up along the Great Wall that you must have heard about by now. And there's not many of us, but um, we are doing what we can to help. Um, the Dragonkin are able to pass the wall. We are not sure how. We believe there's magic to some degree on their side, but they are harassing villagers uh, who thought they were safe uh, miles away. And if there's anything that you guys can figure out that would help us, this would be absolutely crucial. A lot of people are not as positive as I am, even amongst my own men. But with your help, I think we stand a chance. And Zana, you're going to need a lot warmer coat than that. 
this this is my warm coat this is not enough it's got fur the snow and ice has been getting colder by the day almost by the hour there is something more serious than regular weather going on here only we had a magical yurt (laughs) you know we have one of those it's really nice it's got like 12 bedrooms it's unbelievable the lady she needed it any sign of the reds in Vren? The red dragons. I only know of one dragon in Vren. Shale. And you can find her at Old Castle Lake. It's about a week's ride from here, probably. Now the concern is... Let me is check my map. Charais and this shale would become a greater threat should they meet and join forces? Well, dragons are not typically uh, keen on working together. Exactly, that's what I've been saying. However, these are unusual times and they seem desperate. I've been saying that too. Well, to your health, to the strength of your weapons, to the courage of your hearts. Cheers! Cheers! Goodbye, Elf! Drinks. Into uh, the, the, night. Old, the old man of the town, the town leader, he leans over to you, Molly, and says, uh, you, you, do you drink, priest? Oh, I, yes, I do. Here, here, have have some more. You've been taking care of our wounds uh, with powerful magic, and he has some more ale brought over. Uh, my name is Moten, Moten of the Dry Vale. We are grateful for you and your friends, and it looks like your friends have not only saved us, but they've taken to our town as well. And he says to the whole ensemble of about 20 folks here, as Idrisil, I believe, starts to sneak out the door. Uh, he's is that beginning right? to, yeah. But if there's okay. a drink involved, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> he says, and I, we all follow and respect the teachings of uh, Olaric, and family and strength is of great importance. And I see no greater strength than the heroes who saved us today, and would like to welcome you all as honorary members of the family of our village of Bamora. To our new members and our new family, and everyone claps and cheers, and another song starts to play. And a one of the uh, older ladies who has prepared a lot of the food comes over and grabs Piercy by the arm and pulls you uh, off the table and says, you look like someone who can dance. Come dance with me. Well, uh, I don't dance without knowing your name. Uh, my my name is Orem. Orem, the pleasure it's mine. Let's I've go. Ne- I've never seen anyone like you before. And she pulls you out into the dance, and a couple, uh, a couple couples are out there doing a special dance called the Dance of the uh, Three Stags. Is the special unison dance? <laughs> Piercy knows that one. Piercy does. Piercy, <laughs> please describe in some detail exactly how the dance of the three stags works here in this remote Ivoron village. So you have the ladies lined up on, on one side, um, and the men, of course, lined up on the other. 
and the ladies begin doing kind of like they in twos, kind of like these pirouettes around each other, um, as if you know they're they are the 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 does that are tramp trancing about through the through the forest, and then the stags, the men on the other side, they begin to uh, and they put arms on each other's shoulders and and heads down and begin to like simulate you know kind of like clocking horns and fighting like a stag, and um. And that happens for a little bit, and then uh, the men let go of each other's shoulders, and they race over towards the women on the other side of the room and, and grab one and begin to, to dance and twirl with one of the women. Um, and then a big, a very big dip, and then a twirl again, and then they switch off to a new woman, and they keep doing this uh, back and forth until the music ends. Ooh. Not what I asked for. Sweet. <laughs> Uh, gain a hero point. Um, the the dance goes on. More celebration happens. Uh, you guys are trying to plan plans and plot plots. Anything you guys want to say and or do? Yes, at a quiet time when it's just us, um, children will get the group together and remember this sorceress cannot know what her fate is. I'm looking at Xanner. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, okay. It's not like it's a, it's a huge secret. She probably knows things, but Don't. we can convince it her is. probably pretty good at that. Don't tell her what is she supposed to be here? Like, who is she? Uh, Xanner, keep an eye open for for a sorceress. Yeah! She has a, she has a mark. She will not be mistaken easily. Wait, what? The gypsy said she had a mark on her body. A burn. Would, would Xander, would she light up with your new, 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 new thing? That's a good question. I don't think I've ever tried it on people before. Let's find out. Try it on Sildren right now. <laughs> you detect no magic specific to Sildren, and he has to be casting a spell on him for that effect to happen. It doesn't work. It never works. That's painful. True, but painful. So should we spread out and look for someone with a mark, um, or is she just gonna? We're still in the tavern, right? You're not. It's you're in a you're in the largest house, house of house, the village. House. It's a small village. As a matter of fact, a, a knife is. Uh, placed into the table that seems uh, somewhat intimidating next to you, Palik, but you look up and see one of the younger women uh, in town uh, looking down at you and smiling. And she says, I've seen you with your blade looking uh, all confident. They say you fought well outside. Yeah, I always fight well. Well, let's, 
let's see if you can uh, show us how good you are with the rest of us ladies. She points over to a bunch of the women who have also had probably a little bit too much to drink. And they have some, you can see the Ivoron women are not unknown to some martial uh, skills themselves. They have various knives that they are out and having a fun little competition of throwing knives at a far wall that's sticking into the wall or knocking things over off of small shelves on there. And they're laughing and falling over and trying to outdo each other and she pulls you and says come yeah, on let's do it she pulls you over to there's about half a dozen women that are laughing like crazy having a blast and she says all right let's see who could do what now i'm going to pick that uh drawing that they made of that weird old farmer no one likes and she shows a picture it's about a foot uh, by a foot that's on this far wall and she lines up a knife she used to help prepare some of the food for the evening and chucks it where is my die? There we go. Uh, she's going to pick a target number of that. She's going to pick a target number of 25. And she is rolling and succeeds and nails that picture. Uh, another lady steps up and says, I bet I can knock over that metal cup. And there's a little shelf on that far wall that has a metal cup that someone resets. And that is a 27 that she is going to pick. And her knife, no, does not hit and clatters and misses. And they all look at you. Well, let's see what this uh, what this warrior can do. And everyone just starts laughing. I don't think she can hit anything. And Palik, it is your turn. You get to describe what it is you want to throw oh. at. And you you pick your target number. And currently, you need to beat a 25. Uh, OK, I'll uh, pull out uh, one of my and there's two more people to go one after. One of my daggers, and I'm gonna, um, uh, aim for a flagon of beer, like on, Not on mine. the table. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I'm gonna aim for uh, Bali's flagon of beer. Son so of a let bitch. Me see if I, <laughs> let me see if I have this right. They're all facing one wall, all having a blast, moderately <laughs> safely throwing knives. You go, okay, my turn. You turn around 180 degrees at your own table yep. across the room. Okay. Bali's bringing the ale up to his mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and this one's for the Stone Father. And uh, I'm gonna pick a uh, 30. Target number of 30. 30. Go ahead and roll and make your attack roll. Uh, 35. Woo! 35 is it? As hit? I hit the cup, uh, there's a, a shock rune on this dagger. What? <laughs> and I'm going to give, uh, I'm going to give uh, old Bali a little uh, jolt. <laughs> Just a little one. Just a little one. Uh, three, three points of damage. Just Zap. enough to to uh, make him jump a little. Keep him honest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I dropped my beer. <laughs> Hold on, I'd be right back. Uh, I don't know what happened. <laughs> but my uh, cup does not balance on the table anymore. Oh, how was that? No, uh, they they laugh. Some more beer is poured for Ollie, and Ollie? the next lady comes up. Uh, Ollie, sorry, Bolly. Um, that's that's Tolkien. And the next uh, lady goes up and is intimidated, and she says, uh, "All right, I, I can, 
I can hit the same thing. And she lines up her shot at your tankard, Bali. She, what was the target? 30? 30. All right. She needs to roll freaking high. No, it goes wide. Bali, make a reflex saving throw of 28. All righty. A natural 20. Describe that. Bolly Bolly's taking one back with the other one. He snatches the dagger <laughs> and he slams it down on the table. Another one. The last lady says, uh, I can I I can I can do that. I can do that. And she says, Don't move, dwarf. Here comes one more. And she throws with a 30. Here we go. She needs like a freaking Oh no! Bolly, I'll let you describe the natural one as well. Oh. <laughs> it's, it's not bad for me, though, right? Uh, yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, Bolly is dismayed as his fresh tankard has been skewered through and is spilling contents everywhere. Uh, and uh, yeah, that's that's just it's just a big old mess now. It's just all. Sp- battered all over the place. All right, Bali, you gain the sticky three condition uh, for the next 24 (laughs) hours. I'm so sorry. Oh, my stars. And she comes over. I'm so sorry. Uh, Who says that? I I don't know. Let me, uh, I can, I can wash that for you here. And she starts taking your tunic off. Uh, No, no, I'm all fine. Oh, that's nice. No, uh, (laughs) I haven't finished my beard. (laughs) No fooling around. I'm a priest for the God's sakes. <laughs> come, come back over here. Let's let's join the join around. Let's let's have a drink. That was a fun little thing? game. Now it's my turn, and he holds up a warhammer. <laughs> <laughs> Are you throwing a warhammer? <laughs> no. Okay. <laughs> you go to throw it, and it just pulls you over backwards. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Let's let's come on, come on back here. Let's uh, let's have a drink. Let's toast to our little game. That's a great game. The and I want to scan everybody that was involved and look for what we, you know, the little information we have. But look for a a a, a burn or some sort of mark <clears throat> on any of these women. All right, um, you have a pretty darn decent master level of perception at uh-huh. 20. Holy moly, I'm rolling that for you. Uh, that's super high. I was doing it for secretive, but that's super high. You are confident that no one has a visible scar. Okay. Unless it's hidden, it's not one of these ladies. I'm gonna buy several rounds though for this little group. Oh, all right. Have some drinks with them. Xander um, is going to lean over to Yaru, kind of nudge him a little bit. He's like, hey, you and I are really good at talking to people. We can get information everywhere. Let's go hobnob. Maybe someone knows someone who knows someone and we can find this person. I'm really good at talking to people too. You are awesome. You're also covered in beer and you smell gross. I'll be right Bali, back. But you, know, Bali, you know, I was almost about to do Idris' uh, voice. <laughs> Bali, you know, Shunka has been so lonely and tired all day. You should go talk to her for a while, to him for a while. Junka, 
Yeah, he's outside. Have a beer, sugar. <laughs> and Bolly totters off. Yes, Zanner, let us knob some hob. Let's <laughs> <laughs> get hob some knobs. I think you're up to I purposefully that? did not say it that way. <laughs> oh my goodness. For the podcast. <laughs> That was unexpectedly delightful. <laughs> um, you guys, you guys start working the room, uh, and that takes uh, the rest of the evening as yeah. you start chatting about. And you're looking for what? One more time. So, uh, Yaru is looking for both um, a young uh, girl um, with. Um, particular set of skills no um she has a burn across her arm i'm reading the notes exactly here um and he's also describing it as a family that doesn't seem quite like a family was the gypsy's kind of instruction um, right. so if there's any families or anyone uh who's maybe a foster family or just a family that doesn't seem to belong here that people don't get along with so anything in those areas of conversation okay xander's looking for someone who's stressed out who has that secret wearing in her eyes like tim just did where they're kind of rolled up into your head all the time and looking really <laughs> nervous <laughs> Don't out really questioning life's choices really <laughs> Uh, all right, as that is happening, Moten of the Dry Vale, the leader of the town, comes over uh, ever so slightly buzzed and says, uh, uh, thank you again, uh, heroes. It's, it's, uh, we are grateful for you to, to have come and, and, and rescued us from these terrible, uh, dragonkin and, and, and you, uh, my little friend you saved my life today. And I uh, would like to repay that, uh, with, with, uh, what little, uh, I can offer you here, bring your drink. It's cold outside. Come, come, come. Oh, okay. I mean, uh, he motions to Piercy to come out to the back. Very common. He says, come, come. Ah, uh, yes, uh, <laughs> here. You follow him and he brings his tankard as well out and you guys crunch into the snow, pulling your cloaks and coats over you closely. Um, and he heads out to a spot that he kicks some snow off and opens up a trap door that has a small little uh, cellar underneath and a rickety old ladder. And he, But it is. He says, ah, this is where I store some stuff I don't like to keep uh, in, in the house. After you. Well, what? Initiative? <laughs> Just in case. Please, no. And he goes down the uh, down the ladder and has a, a lantern with him, uh, or torch, and you uh, follow after. Okay. Speaking of which, Palik, your lady friends uh, are proud to gift you as the winner a, a thick cloak fur-lined with a bare head as the prize for winning the competitions. Cool. Nothing for the dwarf who got lost his beer. And at some point, uh, Sildren 
and Shunka slip out and he um, kind of just walks the perimeter of the town, kind of checks things out, um, looks for anything out of the ordinary, anything amiss, anything suspicious, um, things like that. Okay. Um, I don't... Oh, yeah, and uh, Palik, I just dropped it into the top of your equipment section in your gear. Ivaron Cloak. Um, where were we at? We were with Piercy. Piercy, you walk down into the cellar and he uh, has some tools down there. This is equivalent of a medieval man cave as you can get. He's got a little workshop. He's got some some cutting tools like a lathe, that kind of stuff. He's got a, cha- a nice chair he's been working on and he's got uh, an, an old chest he opens up that's got a bunch of junk in it and he starts moving old tools tools and old baubles out of the way and he digs in and grabs a small pouch and from that pouch he jingles out uh 14 silver coins and clatters them on a, a wooden work table and this is for what this is for for my life my life and my thanks oh uh, no, I don't think you understand. Uh, it's uh, it's my job to to make sure that uh, uh, the people are safe. So it's okay. You, you keep it. Uh, no, no, I I insist. And he grabs in and takes out two more silver, the last from the uh, pouch, and clatters them with the others. And then also pulls out two magic runes and clatters them on the table. Percy is interested in these magic runes. <laughs> <laughs> the tune changes. No, no, I couldn't possibly. Okay, I'll take this. <laughs> what is this? Uh, these were things that were uh, given to me two years ago, and uh, I was told they were magical, but I have no need of them, and I don't know their purpose. Uh, who, who gave them to you? Uh, uh, a woman who drops something off we wish we had never had, and now I pass on this magic to you. And these coins. That's the real value. Uh, right, yes. Uh, the woman. Uh, uh, can you describe the woman? Uh, she was a, a tall lady. She spoke of... Uh, some trouble. Uh, it's a it's a story that I don't like like to get into. Uh, but but you're insulting me here here here. And yes. he pushes the coins and the runes uh, towards you. But the pouch stays. I need the pouch. Yes, that's okay. I have my own pouch. Oh, okay. Well, I tell you. I, tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I was expecting the same thing. In the face. I tell you put you your what. head at the end of the table. <laughs> <laughs> I take it, and um, I'm a, a very grateful, but I want to make sure that you have what you need, too. What do you mean? Us is, uh, uh, you have enough the monies to, to, to feed yourself, yes? That's, that's most of it. The wife has the rest. Okay, here. Uh, I tell you what, uh, the information uh, about the woman this may be worth, uh, one, two, three, 14 silver. 
uh, okay. Uh, what do you want to know? He takes a silverback. Uh, you said she And brought... the runes? No. No. You stop, you, a, a, a knife comes out and stabs. Uh, what, what do you mean, no? No, the runes, the runes are still in the, in the mouth pouch. Oh, you put, you put them in the mouth. All right. Um, you said she, uh, she brought something you, you wish you didn't have. Yeah. She, she brought, uh, 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 an orphan, a girl, said her parents were uh, killed. An orphan, huh? About how old? Uh, she was nine or ten. Hmm. Uh, what, what was her name? Yelena. Yelena. Uh, how did her parents die? I, uh, something about an orc or, I've got my own ideas, but she said something about orcs. Oh, and then where's the Yelena now? I, I, I don't know and I don't care. Oh, uh, sounds like uh, you did not like the girl. No. She's uh, far more trouble than I ever had expected. Of what kind of trouble? She's one who has touched by cursed magic. I had thought she'd be something of, uh, of use, might be uh, of value to our village, perhaps even maybe uh, go through uh, some of the trials to, to uh, honor Ivoron with her power, but She's cursed. Endless, endless, unexplained incidents. Uh, people getting hurt. Uh, things breaking always around her. It's been in constant pain. And the less I see of her, the better. Well, sounds like she just needs a little training in the swashbuckling arts. Maybe I could help her. You don't, you don't know where she is? Uh, no. That's a too bad. Maybe there's somebody else in there. They know. Uh, maybe you could ask my wife. I I don't I don't know. Okay. Uh, may I do that? <laughs> Huge diplomacy. This one. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna break out the quick horse in a second. <laughs> You're gonna let me talk to your wife. <laughs> Closes the trap door. No. <laughs> uh, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Okay, uh, uh, thank you for your kindness, uh, good sir. Thank you for your blade and skew. Yes, it's, it's, uh, it's my honor. Let's get back before it gets too cold. Okay. You guys uh, head back. You catch up to Xanner uh, and Yaru in particular, who are working the room, uh, Piercy. Xanner. Uh, yeah! Xanner. I heard a story downstairs. Uh, was it man. about the duck? No. I love that one. No, it's not the, the duckies. Was uh, it the dog one? No, no, it's not the doggies. The dog thought it was a donkey? No, no. Uh, uh, uh. So, okay. Um, there's the man, and, and uh, he took me downstairs to the cellar. Oh, I don't like the story. <laughs> <laughs> nope. What was it? What was it? You know Uncle Touchy's puzzle basement? <laughs> he pulled two things out of his bag. Nope, I don't like this at all. Out of a sack, two gems appeared. This week on Medieval Man Cave. 
At the first, I was well, a little nervous. Yeah, I'm very nervous right now. <laughs> but he said, it's okay. <laughs> How do I turn my video <laughs> off without what? affecting the rest of the We need an adult. Oh, yeah. Can I mute Tim remotely? <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, I'll show you them later. Um, uh, he said there there was a little you named uh, y- y- Yelena, I think. The buzzer name. She, um, she wasn't there. You're just talking about her. Yes. Okay. Uh, he said uh, she was an orphan, and uh, but uh, she was a little bit maybe of a troublemaker. Uh, always getting into mischief, but has some powers. Oh. Yes. Power mischief. Yes. So like when she was really young and she was around somebody and then she tried to pick up a cup one time and then a whole bunch of plates just suddenly flew across the room and hit everybody in the head once and he had to, she had to clean it up the whole night during the bar, that kind of trouble? Right, uh, I don't know the details, but... Was it probably one of, like, one of those times if she turned five and at her birthday party she tried to blow out a candle, but instead of blowing out the candle, she actually blew fire and actually accidentally burned little Susie's hair? Is it uh, that, that one? Uh, maybe, but she did not come to the village until she... She uh, was nine, uh, the, the man said. Oh, okay. So it sounds a little familiar. So, uh, uh but... Uh, Danner wanders off in a daze, lost in his past. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Susie. Poor Susie. But he says maybe his wife know uh, where she went. So uh, what did she say? I, I don't, I have not spoken to her yet. Why are you talking to me? Uh, because uh, you you seem to be the one that knows the things. Uh, uh, by the way, uh, what are these? <laughs> They're slimy. <laughs> uh, Zamer will try to detect the the runes and uh, determine what they are. All right, one you immediately identify as a quite powerful rune you have seen before, and no roll is necessary. And that is, it is a striking rune greater, which adds an additional die of damage to three dice of damage. Okay. I'm putting that in the party loot sheet. And where are you? There you are. I think I have one of these. What's the other one? There you are. Proficiencies. What is your arcana? Arcana is 20. I'm a ma- no, I'm a master of occultism. I'm really close. Oh my stars! He says a second time. That is a critical oh success. Um, you are able to identify the next item as well as a keen rune. This rune, when uh, infused into a weapon, which can we just have happen automatically in our campaign, uh, a keen rune turns a 19 and a 20 as critical natural hits. Whoa. Oh, Whoa. That's, a, that's very nice. I think I'll, I'll t- thank you. And uh, mm-hmm. What do you have there, Xana? Why, Yaru? Hi. There's this girl who Those used to light nice. other little kids on fire at her birthday parties. Her name is Yelena, and Piercy was just telling me that she does all sorts of bad things in town. But he doesn't know where she is, he doesn't know how to find her, and someone may or may not know where about her. Yes. Also, there's a thing. Okay. 
Uh, what were you going to say, Piercy? I don't know. I just said, uh, yeah, that's pretty much the story. There was a man. He took me downstairs to the cellar, and then he <laughs> pulled out of his bag two little jewels. He wanted to show them to me. I've heard this story, Piercy. You told it to me yesterday. No, it's a new one. I promise you. Okay, you said that yesterday too, but let's go. <laughs> let's hear it. <laughs> oh, never mind. It's, it's okay. What Maybe are these? Need to find this uh, this old woman who knows maybe where uh, Yelena is. Perhaps. It's uh, the man's wife. He said so, we could go talk to her. Well, we got a name to ask about. That's good. Yolina or Yolena. I, I just, I couldn't ask some people. I just made some friends. Oh, hi, Blake. Yeah, you should do it too. Hello. Uh, uh, everyone can ask. It's okay. Yes, yes it's a good. It's a good. <laughs> well, is it, is it good? Because did the um, the guy come back in? I, I forgot his name. I'm sorry. Um, the guy Piercy was with come back in with Piercy or yeah. Uh, I'm gonna just go talk to him. <laughs> Moten of Drymale. Moten. All right. Piercy told us we might be able to speak with your wife. Is it still possible? Uh, yeah, 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 of course. And he uh, waves uh, over to get his wife's attention. Uh, she's the one who danced with Piercy. Orem. Uh, nice. uh, a portly lady of some age who comes over with a uh, smile. She trips uh, ever so uh, gently upon a chair, but makes her way over and says, oh, uh, what is it? What's going on? Are you guys so hungry? I don't know. We... We thank you for your generosity and your hospitality. We have a favor that we wish to ask you. We hope does not seem too personal, but you have been so kind this far. We are hoping to speak with your charge. I don't understand. Your daughter. I, I don't have a daughter here in town. Yolina? Yolina? Why would you want to speak with her? Well, as we were told by your husband, she is a bit of a troublemaker. We are somewhat of... I am somewhat of a guidance counselor. I might be able to help her along the path. You sounded really confident right up until that last part. <laughs> make a diplomacy roll, Yaru. Palik, make a nature roll. Sildren, make a nature roll. Coming in with a 28. 29. Um, children. Getting there. Uh, thirty-one. Okay, Palik, as you were helping deal with the dead earlier, 
that uh, earlier this day, you were able to recover a bit of uh, gore from one of your enemies that you believe would be of value, and Sildren was able to confirm it before you guys came into this place, so a couple hours back. What you've been able to recover, and Sildren's all about cutting things out of things, as we know, um, but Palik, it is currently in your possession. What you were able to recover is a heart from one of the dragonkin uh, that you uh, mages. And it is a cold gelatinous mass that is uh, somewhat edible. It is a consumable. And if you take a big bite, almost like a, what was it? A Burster's fruit gum candy? <laughs> wow. Gushers. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, gushers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you do that, and then you can throw the rest away, if you do that, for one hour, you will be able to unleash a breath weapon like a white dragon. Ooh. And this does take just one action. It's not as much damage, but uh, that's what it gives mm. you. And it is a coleum heart that I am dragging into the party Lucci. Let's say if somebody were in dragon form, could they then do two breath weapons? I'm going to say no. No, I say yeah, that's cool. Let's do yes. Yes is the answer. Hydra breath weapon. This is this is great. I don't know it's something I want to do. It's kind of grody. <laughs> two the max <laughs> who wants to be grody <laughs> piercy's always grody let him put it in his mouth uh so i guess uh, here or sildren sildren could give it to shunka shunka oh, 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 fire breathing wolves take this give That's it to your nightmare. little give yeah. it to your little uh, wolfie ice breathing uh wolf would it not Maybe mm -hmm. he could hit something. He has this. <laughs> he, he would just miss. Um, um, unfortunately. <laughs> Shunka means well. It's just bad, I say. Uh, yeah, Sildren will take it. Uh, okay, I'll be happy yeah. to. Although, nah, with Sildren's newly defined role, that um, one of those runes might actually come in pretty handy for him. Uh, You're going to have to sweet talk Piercy, I think. <laughs> yeah, I think there's another. There's How a... many runes does he have in his weapon already? It's like six of them. Um, no, Piercy's one of the few who, I think, right? Uh, no, wait, maybe you're two. full. Up. He's a lightning rune. Sword but... is so short, he's got oh. more runes than sword. I... Hold on. <laughs> How rune? Piercy's and a plus decked one. up. Yeah, that's those are those are different concepts. So Piercy, looking at your flaming sword, you only have one property rune. So the keen is a property rune. And then the so you have a slot available for that. And you have a standard striking rune, which could be a morphed and replaced with the greater striking rune if you chose to. And then or the greater could be removed and given to Sildred. No. 
how we, we don't yeah, worry we, about it too yeah we do these a little differently there's children the, can do other things yeah there's a whole bunch of this is supposed to involve uh magic uh enchantment and downtime and all this stuff we just right. make things much more instant and happy uh but at the price of uh value if you will children maybe we we talk a little later about uh, uh something i might have for you That'll be fine. We should all talk later, Piercy. Take this gross heart, though. <laughs> love having gore around you. <laughs> all right, Sildren's got the heart, and Piercy, are you doing anything with these two Piercy runes? Piercy puts the keen rune, uh, for sure, on a short sword. All right, that. Uh, the rope, uh, it's like a the thing. St- we didn't even talk about it. Was it was given to Piercy. Yeah. Okay. Do, Fair enough. I saved the man's guy. Okay. You hesitated. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you told Xander about it. Yara was right there. Yara, do you have a slot available? For a keen rune, I should. I believe. I, like, I can't really see where my runes are in my weapon. Oh, I'm pretty confident you don't. You have a cold rune and a fire I rune. I picture Yara's okay. hand wraps like blood sport. Like glass rolled, and so he's just yeah, got these gems like just crushed onto them. Yeah, you have a frost and a flaming rune, so you would have to okay. lose one of those no to gain that. I wouldn't mind doing that. <laughs> I'd lose the frost rune. Nah, you guys, okay. you guys figured out. I'm gonna go keep looking. Pierce, you yeah. yeah, I'm gonna. You I'm gonna talk to my new friends. Is yeah. he here? Stop! Hey, Xander. Yeah, I was talking to her mom. So, <laughs> calm yourself. <laughs> On the down low, a little bit. <laughs> uh, all right, I've dropped it, uh, Piercy, into your weapon. I don't think it'll show with the roll being a cool blue color. I'm not sure. So you just might have to keep an eye out for it. So 19 is now a critical success for you as well. Um, darn it, I put it under police. <laughs> it is now police. Go <laughs> <laughs> take Maxis. Sorry, it's taking so long. Bleak. Done. This is freaking Piercy. There we go. Piercy. Keen rune. You're good to go. Okay. Also, Tom, did you hear what I said earlier about children slipping out at some point in time? I did uh, stand by for that, yeah. and just, we were wrapping sure. up the conversation. Yeah, sure. With uh, Yaru, um, I rolled a twenty-eight for my diplomacy. For- she is easily swayed. Her DC is down due to alcoholic inebriation. So yeah, mm-hmm. um, she says, uh, "Yeah, Yelena, she came and uh, snuck off with her dinner like she always does. She, she's not here. It's best if she doesn't uh, enjoy." things like this. This is more for the family, you know? And you, new member of the family. Well, as admit, do you know where she spends her time? Uh, yeah. May, may I ask again why she's she's nothing but trouble? Well, trouble is something that we often come across. Oh, Oh, yes, 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 I'll tell you exactly where. And she comes over to the front door, opens it up, it's cold, some snow gently falls in. 
Uh, you can't quite see the road, but through the darkness over there, you can barely see those two trees. Head past those two trees and up towards, there's a ridge about uh, a couple hundred yards that way. And on the other side of that ridge is uh, one of our quarries. She tends to play around in those quarries, even at night. That's you go, you go, you go teach her a lesson or two. I think that would be good. Definitely. Perhaps I will teach her a lesson. Dario will kind of signal to Xander and Sildren, anyone who uh, will uh, pay attention to him as just, he has a lead and he'll just go. Yep. Xander right. immediately follows. Yeah. Kalik will go as well. All right. Those three head off. Sildren, you had head off earlier. What's your, uh, what's your dealio? Oh, yeah, uh, Sildren was gonna. Sildren and Shunka were gonna like, head around the town and um, basically look for uh, anything unusual, anything suspicious, um, you know, random people outside, thing, you know, playing in quarries, thing, things like that. <laughs> <laughs> he makes his way a few hundred yards <laughs> down past some trees. <laughs> Uh, Sildren, you can make a perception roll of uh, 31 or higher. Oh, so close! 28. With a 28, you do not see anything unusual at all and definitely do not see a girl disappear with a wooden plate of food out into the cold night. Cool. However, we have Yaru and Palik and Xanner. You guys trudge out into the dark cold and make your way through the snow. Um, by the way, throughout all of this, Bali's just been unconscious and snoring underneath <laughs> the table, just totally out. Yaru dropped a couple of coins in his cup thinking he was a homeless guy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the three of you make your way out and go past these trees and head up towards a ridge and a quarry that Xanner is all too familiar with. Xanner, uh, now would be a good time to start being loud and expressive and stuff so we don't scare her, you know. What, what do you mean? I'm not loud and expressive. It's just how what, I talk. What did you just say? I'm, I'm saying that it's not like You better roll some deception. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know what it's like to be, okay, you do. You know what it's like to be small, but still, uh, you look down upon, you got to make sure that you make a big presence and make yourself known. That's just a normal way of being. And Yaru, Yaru will start looking down the quarry as we come across the ridge uh, for any sign of fire or life or light, anything. <laughs> All right, you uh, go down to the quarry you can see that the, it's made up of a multiple ridges where they can move carts and stone obviously there is a giant almost like a water tower type device on big wooden stilts with some pipe that goes down into the quarry and even at night it has some uh, mechanical and possibly slightly magical effect where it is pumping water out of this quarry at the bottom of the quarry there is a section that is dry with uh, dirt and rock and then there's a slightly lower section maybe 15 feet down that is filled with cold uh, icy water, you can see there is a small fire in the dry section with a young lady uh, sitting there, and she is looking up at the quarry, 
uh, with a plate of food in her hand that she puts down, looking curiously up at these three new strangers. Right over here is where I landed. I will tell you, when you fly out of the sky to not being a dragon anymore, you do not bounce well. Well, you have to practice a couple of times, Xander. I didn't learn how to fly in the first time. You have a tail! I know it helps me. It helps helps me steer. You have a giant tail and wings. It should help you steer a lot. Not when you're a gnome in the sky. We're even listing. Oh, hi. (laughs) Peep and I. You guys have walked down and uh, the uh, young lady is there. She stands up and looks uh, very apprehensive. And she says, "Uh, who, who are you? What do you want? Oh, we're sorry, Jude. We're sorry if we interrupted your campfire. It's very cold out here. We saw the light and we were just hoping to get warm. Sorry if we disturbed you. Yara will kind of begin moving away, giving her a little space, you know. She backs up and is backing up to the edge of a couple, just a, like three or four foot drop into the cold water that's behind her, though. She's, she's, her back is against the wall, if you will, but it's. We, we, we do not mean you any harm don't be scared of us i'm not scared of you i'm just i don't know who you are oh that's fair we can help you with that my name is xanner this is master yaru and that's palik we're the defenders of the realm so we we helped your village this earlier today when it was being attacked how how did you help we there was some some dragon things and we slayed them it's true did you not see were you not around no oh well yeah we we killed several of them they were attacking your village you even lost a few villagers how did you kill them? I mean, you don't look like a big warrior. Big warriors have big axes and big swords and big I got this little armor. sword that does a great job. I mean, the cat do doesn't wanna, even have do a wanna, weapon. Do you want to see it? The cat is a weapon. But we yeah, have... these, these two others, they don't use weapons very much. But but... We are, young, my friend, we are not here to brag about our past deeds. Well, maybe that smaller one is. Yay! Yeah, me too. <laughs> I want to talk about it. We simply passed through, and we came across a fellow traveler. We thought, and it seems you do not wish to be disturbed, or perhaps do not wish to disturb anyone else. I, I don't have many friends. I tend to keep keep to myself out here. That's what I was told, and that's what I do. Does this whole place belong to you? Nothing belongs to me. Well, that's not right. You gotta have something. Do you have anything? Uh, I've got, I've got an old sweater that's important to me, but. I I have, do you, I have something for you if you want it. She looks so curiously. The, the uh, wolf skin that I uh, purchased earlier, last episode. Oh. Uh, I when we were sailing on the ship, I used my uh, uh, my tailoring skills to uh, make a cloak out of it with the wolf head. 
and you happen I happen to win a bear's head cloak that looks nice. very similar. <laughs> so I kind of put my bear head cloak on and I give her this wolf head, this white wolf cloak oh. as like a head. I'm like, look at this. She said, thanks. And she takes it and she puts it on and puts the hood over and says, oh, I'm a big uh, Ivoron yeah. warrior. Some growls. Can you give me a growl? Yes. Oh, that's scary. <laughs> I can I'm, do I'm just stronger than anyone else. She's just yeah. like, Shunka, this one. Yeah. Ah, that's nothing. Xander reaches into his pocket and pulls out a cookie. <laughs> Here. <laughs> I eat this. Uh, she backs away. What, no, what, no, it's what fine. It? It's, it's, it's a cookie. You can smell it. It's good. He, he's harmless. He's not going to give you anything that's not... not you know, bad for you. It's bad. Yeah, for you. sure. I'll take a cookie in the middle of the night from three strange men. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, no, we're not all men. <laughs> it's never, ever, ever gonna go away. That is an endless cookie. Unless you eat the whole thing at once. <laughs> then it comes right back. <laughs> it's a, it's an endless cookie. Uh huh. It's magic. When you eat the cookie. You just take a bite and it's whole again. What kind of Willy Wonka crap is this? <laughs> no, she doesn't say. Come with me and you'll see. Xander's fully endless nomps awesome mm-hmm. cookie. Um, she takes it and then takes a bite. It's 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 pretty yeah. good. I've been a fan. She hands it back. No, no, it's yours. She takes another bite and then stores the rest of it for later. I also have a pair of gloves that stay warm all the time. Why are you giving me things? Need, I don't everyone understand. Everyone needs to have things. You just said you didn't have anything. We have things to spare, so. And look, I don't you even. hear reverberating through the quarry the screech of a Coleum soldier, one of these dragon kin. And you can see a shape just barely in the darkness flying down into the quarry, heading towards the fire with some speed. Yelena instantly steps backwards off of the rock she is on into the water, which becomes a small little um, flow of ice underneath her, and she is on solid ice. And then she takes another hop and a hop, and each hop she does on the water quickly becomes ice as she makes her way away. White wolf, that's a pretty cool trick. Don't go too far away though. Xander uh, heads towards the Colium Guard and braces for a burning hand so it's, it's within range. All right, it comes sweeping in like crazy. Uh, Yelena changes angles and goes at a 90-degree angle away from this screeching creature. Each Again, each hop is uh, ice that she lands on instead of cold water. Xander, this thing comes swooping in super fast and is barreling right at you. I need you to make a reflex save and it will make a reflex save as the two of you kind of fly into violent flaming oh, chaos. Gosh. Oh, that is not very fast. That was a 25. A 24. Xander, your uh, burning hands hits him for full damage. Go ahead and roll damage. 
He takes 28 points of fire damage. Wow, that's a lot. Uh, <laughs> and you take damage as well as you are slammed into Xanner. Oops, there we go. For 16 points of uh, bludgeoning damage. Boom! Xanner is tackled by this creature. The two of them go rolling over the small fire. Take two more points of fire damage, Xanner, and the creature takes a lot more from the little bit of fire that hits it. Ow! Uh, Yaru, you haven't done anything. Uh, Yaru will uh, zoom, zoom uh, towards uh, Yelena um, as fast as he can uh, just to kind of protect her, but facing the Coleum dragon. Uh, I'm just like literally backing up at full speed with her. Um, do the Does the ice remain as she uh, leaves it or does it like splash solid and then go back to I'm assuming it just stays solid. No, it, it stays the same. It fades away after about 15 seconds. Okay, I'm going to try to to get across uh, just after her and uh, keep, keep pace with her. Cool, yeah. You're hopping and keeping pace with her. She looks back and sees you bounding after her. Here's the yelp from Xanner as he is collided and smashed into, and she quickens her hopping pace across the water. Not Yelena, sure what chaos is going on. Yolina, wait! And I'm looking down, kind of in awe of like the steps, the ice, the ice, you know, the water turning to ice. You look down at the wrong time as she does not like this crazy black cat chasing after her on her own little magic ice, and a 10 foot wall of ice appears, forms oh. out of the water between steps. Make a quick reflex saving throw. Okay. Also, way to call her by name. That's not going to come back at us. No, that's it's not not creepy at all. Reflex save. I believe in you, Yaru. Pick it one more time. There we go. Hey, a 42. Uh, would you like to describe the critical success you just rolled? <laughs> um, sure. Uh, so Yaru just, uh, without expending a focus point, teleports through the wall. Ooh, all right. Yeah, she essentially flicks her hand and this uh, wall of water rises up and becomes ice and you phase through it. Uh, can I phase through in front of her? Sure. So I phase through in front of her so she like bumps into me. You phase uh, past her yeah. onto the ice flow just before she lands on it that she generates herself with magic. And then she lands and then crashes into you. You hold on to her and she holds on to you. So both of you don't go falling off because it's a small little step that you're mm -hmm. on. Ah, wait, turn and look, watch. You turn her around, and what is she seeing? I'm just facing her towards the Coleum Guard and Xanner uh, fighting uh, for her protection, essentially. Xanner right. and Palik, what do you folks want to do? Ooh, I got my rapier out. I'm going to plug this thing in the back. Go for it. You, It is flat-footed currently. A 34. Is a hit. Uh, 32 points of damage, and uh, with uh, my uh, bloody debilitation, uh, it will take 3d6 persistent damage. Okay. Oh! 
Uh, you have two more actions. I will strike it again. For a critical hit. Yeah! Yeah. Holy God! The dice! <laughs> oh. Um. <laughs> so... 74 points of damage. All right. Having smashed into Xander and rolled across this small little fire, the creature is on the ground just as it's trying to get to its feet. You stab it once to deliver a, a brutal, brutal, bleeding, jagged wound, but then the second blow is even worse and you critically injure it uh, and it is almost uh, uh, bleeding out to death. You have uh, one more action. Um... Xander, you can take a turn after this. I, I mean, I'll, I'll stab at it again and critically oh. fail. <laughs> no. uh, I will use a hero point, though, to... It'll take two hero points. Oh, that's right. Oh, no, 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 no. I will use a uh, um, halfling luck. luck. You haven't used that already today, right? Nope. For a 29. 29 is a, m- is a hit. Jeez. Nice damage. 31. Um, Oh, plus more. 36. 36. Huge damage. Bloody. It's left wing almost uh, severed off from its shoulder. The creature is actually going to take its actions, and it stands up with an action, and it doesn't have much left. It can do Draconic Frenzy. No, it blasts the two of you with a liquid spit of ice. You guys know all too well. Both of you need to make reflex saving throws. Xander with a minus two to your reflex save as you are still prone. I don't like being prone. Uh, How about a 37? 37 is a success. Palik? Uh, 38. 38 is a success. Woo. With the success you guys take, 18 points of cold damage. Unless, Palik, you have a bonus that kicks it up. Oh, I do, yeah. uh, You take no damage, Palik. Xanar, shards of ice go flying. It's not as bad as you thought, and the creature is standing not far away from you at all, barely hanging in there. It is your turn, Xanar. Xanar's going to do it again. He's going to throw burning hands. Okay. What level is this? It is a level three. Level three. Reflex save coming. Reflex save is a 29. Needs to be a 30. That is a fail. Nice. New level 12. That's right. And I hit it for 22 points of flame damage as they just kind of come right out of the hands like it pulled up out of the fire that we rolled over and just kind of channeled through and and did the huge blast of the cone right up and out. Nice. You steal that little campfire and and airbender shape it into this uh, creature and send it uh, burning and burning and sizzling. It's charred and it has one saving grace to fall and dive into the cold water, but it dies just a couple feet away from the edge of that rock and is on dry land and burns. Yelena on the ice with uh, Yaru just says, uh, wow, he knows magic. Yes. Now you see it's not all axes and hammers. No offense, Molly. 
<laughs> and she says, uh, "We're we're we're starting to sink. We're starting to sink." Oh, uh, oh that's all right. Uh, and I'll quickly. Uh, well, I, I can I guess I can't teleport with somebody in no. my arms. So never mind. Um, I'll, that's uh, all right. <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> I will. Uh, don't I you can. have a Don't yeah. you have a water walking ability? I don't, but I do oh. have a winding flow ability that I can step five feet uh, with a move action. So I'm going to do that real quick and get off of this slab of ice onto a different one or onto some area near me that's dry land, and then I'll do a stride. <laughs> You are in a, a pinch. Right now, you have three steps of ice that you're at. You're at the last one, and you're in the middle of this cold, icy water. With and how wide, is, how wide is it? How wide? How wide is what? The the water? How, how far would I have to jump to get? Oh, uh, maybe 80 feet, 60, 60 feet. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, then I will just... Uh, she kind of hears a crack as Yaru whips the last piece of ice that we're standing on with his tail and little golden uh, wings appear on his feet as I cast wind jump and I just fly us across the water uh, over to safety. Sounds great. I just don't know if you can fly with someone. I mean, it's just uh, my fly speed. <laughs> Leave it there. Like... It's fine. You just fly. <laughs> What I'll is... take a I'll take a speed penalty or something. Yeah, hold on, let me check. PFT, what is the bulk of a body? Yeah, it, <laughs> that's kind a, of the question. She's a ten-year-old girl. Bulk of creatures is a rule. Um, what I think, if you were Brenros, the answer would absolutely be yeah, no. Nothing. But you don't carry much either. I have Titan Wrestler, not Hefty. The hefty hauler I know is the other one. No, no, that's something else. Let's see. Carry bulk two of six. You can absolutely carry her. So I'll spend a, uh, a focus point and I will carry her to uh, back to the where Pelican's um, Xanar are. All right, you fly through the cold night air. She grabs onto your arms tightly in a panic. Whoa! And you guys go flying through the darkness. Xander and Palik, you can see, you can't really see Yaru because he blends in well <laughs> to the background, but you can see there is flames on his uh, upper arms as she is accidentally hurting you. You take seven points of fire damage, Yaru, as okay. flames come out of her hands onto your arm as she is in a bit of a panic. You come and uh, alight upon the ground, if you pardon the pun, uh, like Superman from the 70s landing with Lois Lane gently, and she just says, wow, we flew. That's right. I can and fly also. I just have a lot of more flame in my hands when I do it. She little, comes little. over and looks at the uh, charred corpse of the dragonkin. I've, I've heard these and seen them far away, but never up close before. She pokes it with her foot. Little yeah, little man. little white wolf, you did some stuff there too. Can you control that? Like you you walked on water with the ice there. That was pretty awesome. Yeah, that was awesome. I can I can I can do some things, but but they tell me not to do them. More than some. You do quite a why few things. Why don't they let you do the things that are natural to you? Because People, people tend to get hurt, or people people get angry, or or they get scared. Magic is magic. 
is what I say I have, but they say I have a curse and curses are bad. And we've, we've seen the hatred for magic amongst the people up north here. It's very, yeah, we find that very weird. They seem to be unwilling to deal with outsiders, those who are not from their, their homes and villages. You know, I remember when I was really young and I had magic for the first time show up for me. It scared the dickens out of my dad. I ended up breaking a chair and five different plates in his bar. He was so angry and I didn't know what I did. I was just trying to help. And then I ac accidentally made some slippery ice on the floor. And then I burned a door once when I just tried to open it to get out. I was able to get help from a wizard that was nearby. But man, I wish I had a sorcerer as strong as you and me to show me different ways. I've done things like that. Did you ever hurt yourself accidentally or somebody else? She pulls back the sleeve of uh, her arm and shows a uh, gnarly burn across it, an old burn scar. Oh, I'm so sorry. But I'll tell you what, I know it may have been scary the first time, but look, it gets easier. Xander will produce flame in his hands, and then he'll just drop the ball back onto, onto the campfire. See? No burns. She... she she stands before you confidently and casts the same spell, which fails. That's good practice. Did you make this fire out here by yourself earlier when we showed up? Yeah, yeah, I did, but I, I can do that. And she casts produce flame again and fails. You know, when you think about how you touch in with, with your emotions and whatever is scaring what isn't, it all comes down to what you really believe you can do. When you think hard and concentrate, it gets a little weird sometimes. But if you feel it inside, you take a deep breath and then try again, it gets better and better. Remember, this is a part of who you are. This is natural for you. So just let it be there all on its own. Try again. I know all that. And she stops and still gets a little flustered and still starts thinking hard. But then she remembers what you said and she takes a deep breath and she casts Produce Flame and fails. Damn it. What you... I did it before. I did it before. I did this yeah, fire before. No, I know. I can see the fire here. Did you know that you can only do certain spells so many times a day? I don't know my character sheet. <laughs> uh, well, here's the thing. It's the end of the day. Maybe you just need to rest and get some more. This is really cool that you can do fire. And I'm so upset that you can't learn magic. If if I could, if, if we were able to spend more time together, I'd love to teach you more. You could learn about how you can work with the ice that you did and the fire and have you ever moved any rocks no i've never moved rocks you know how to move rocks What's this xander will reach out across the quarry and he will cast wall of stone oh cool and, and he'll he'll build a, a hundred foot wall just just one at a time just with the hand raising each one up 
How about this? This quarry, which is worked on by very hardworking people for days and months and years. Xander, you just move out. There's like a, a partially cut, perfect rectangular <laughs> stone. They're cutting. You just pull it out and then another one and another one and another one and just make this wall instantly. And she's like, whoa. I've never, ever, ever heard of another sorcerer that can use different elements before. You are truly special. And over time, you might be able to learn things like this too. Can you teach me that? How long are you staying? Well, I don't know how long we can stay. There's a lot of fighting that's happening. We're needed in a lot of places. They don't they don't they don't have me come back uh, unless I I want to. So I can stay up late tonight if you want to teach me. I think that would be great. Let's do that. Hey, wait, little white wolf. How'd you come to be here? How, how, how'd you come to be in a land that doesn't like you for who you are? Uh, no, no, I wanna, I wanna learn that. No, she I know. Points, she ignores, she's ignoring you and pointing at the stones across the way. Let's start small. And, and uh, Xander's gonna start going into coaching, talking about stomping right. stones and, and lifting things up and moving rocks. And he's gonna show her elemental toss and some other things you got you spend uh, a good 45 minutes to an hour out there and make a arcana roll xanner for overall educational magic training educational magic training uh four 34 that is a pretty darn good role and you are able to guide her and she is able to pick up the basics of an elemental toss and is not only getting some pulling some rock out of the ground but is able to skip it a couple times across the dark water at night um but you palik and yaru who seem to be more interested in her personal care notice that she's getting cold and shivering although she's distracted and by the excitement of it look i did it again that's amazing you have great resolve you're very powerful for your age you but, are supernatural at this, but I got to tell you, just like I mentioned before, you can only do so much before your body needs rest because it's all a part of who you are and how you connect. So it's time, I'm thinking, looking at these stars, that we get back. No. It's all right. We'll be here again tomorrow. You will? Yeah. Well, great. Uh, you can... You can... Yeah, I can ask if you can share uh, in, in, in our house. We might have some space for you, but... I think we can ask if she can stay in her house. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> All right. She uh, heads back and asks more questions, particularly of you, Xanner, hanging on your every word and looking at you like that uh, little puppy dog after uh, the big dog trying to get the little treats type of a thing. And she's just like, uh, what's the what's what's the biggest spell you can cast? Whoa, well, that's that's an interesting question because it's not necessarily about size as it is about the power of energy that you go through. So one thing I can do is a giant wall of fire, but it doesn't last very long. So another thing that I can do is I can actually change my elemental form. But the most interesting thing I've done recently was I can blast a waterfall of water everywhere. I can soak people for days. <laughs> that sounds silly and fun. 
It's the best, but it's very dangerous. If I don't control it right, I just blow over walls and I hurt people. I almost killed a farmer once. He's oh. fine now. Oh, uh, you guys return back to town where you guys have been given lodging and uh, you've dragged Bali to the uh, place you're staying at. You uh, break out your bedrolls. You guys uh, are lay down there. Yelena says goodnight. And thanks so much for showing me all this, Xanner. You are welcome. It's a pleasure to meet you. Don't forget about that cookie. Right. And she uh, breaks out the cookie and takes another bite of it and is surprised that it's whole when she takes it out uh, and smiles and beams a smile back at you, Xanner, as she disappears to her place. The rest of you are all gathered. Anything else you want to do or say this evening? Well, probably tell yeah, just the story of what happened. In right. all, yeah. Found her. We did. We did. She is very powerful. As, uh, does she have a mark on her? Mm-hmm. She does. So, oh. she's the fun. Yeah, yeah. For you sure. see, she is, but she does not know that. And oh, she yes. cannot know that. Right, right, right. Yes, yes. The mom's the word, yes. Is yeah, with, than I she's had no training, and she's... I mean, I don't know shit about magic, but... With no training, she's she can do pretty. I feel like she has pretty good control. I felt the same way about young Xanner when we first met. You thought I didn't have any control? You're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> no, Xanner, I thought that you were the most powerful among us. Your efforts and the messages brought forth because of your abilities. Xana, a lotus does not use words to announce its arrival to the world. It simply blooms. You have done that today. Well, thank you. You're much less of a dick now. <laughs> <laughs> you still need to learn control. <laughs> it's, it's Xander starts getting all sorts of like, hey, it's not, it's just fun. But he knows he's right. 100%. <laughs> Just fell out of the sky today. All right. You guys rest and recuperate for the nights. You guys are healed up. Recover your magic, as does Yelena. Uh, and um, the dawn breaks the next morning, and we will take our break there. And we will be back in a couple minutes. Hail Traveler, your ever so handsome Elven Hunter here with a special Patreon message. You can join one of three distinct membership levels, Adventurer, Hero, and Champion. Join the $3 Adventurer's Corner for bonus episodes, character creations, and after-show chit-chats. Come around to the $7 Heroes table for downloadable maps, character sheets, and scripts, as well as exclusive Discord polls. Still have an appetite for action? For $15, you become a Champion of the Realm. Gain access to all of the above, as well as submitting your own silly characters and side quests, and have a chance to make it into the show yourself. Well, what are you waiting for? Go to patreon.com slash ingloriousbards today. Until next time, Traveler. There is a knock upon the door of the small little log cabin almost affair that you're in, uh, sleeping, and you're all piled next to each other. Xanner um, has been pushed off of Polik multiple times throughout the night. I'm so cold, though. And uh, again, another knock upon the door. Yes. 
It's it's me, Moten. He opens oh. the door. Checking to make sure Palik is decent. Come in. She's not. You're good. And he opens the door. <laughs> <laughs> and he comes in and brings you some uh, warm biscuits and je- cold jelly. I thought this might uh, serve our our, 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 our heroes and uh, new f- family members of the town well. Oh, and, this is great. And to thank you again for all that you've done and to see uh, how long you might be staying in town. We could certainly you know, use some eyes on the horizon to keep ourselves safe. I heard from uh, that terrible little girl you uh, mentioned uh, last night. She said she uh, ran into uh, one of those uh, Colium creatures last night. Um, and of course she did. She is plagued with misfortune like that. She did. Uh, we were able to dispatch it right away and get it completely taken care of. So it's it's no longer a concern. But more might come. So perhaps there's uh, some sort of arrangement we could make to keep you here just for, say, the next uh, week, I think would be in order. We could provide lodging and all the great feast nights we can manage night after night after night. What say you? Well, that sounds exceptionally generous, but I'm wonderful. Well, we uh, have a lot of uh, pressing business on us. We have to go stop these these creatures from attacking everywhere. Of course, I'm sure you have more important things to do than to uh, as protect the, Col- the likes of us. As the Colium army pushes south, we must go north to stop them. That will put you in grave danger, I'd imagine. It will, but better us than yourself, no? Is your priest dead? He seems to really be sleeping <laughs> hard today. He's, he's very tired after last night. Sleeping off the, the wonderful beer. <laughs> does he drink often? Is this a new experience for him, or does he drink often and this is totally mm, not a no, new experience? No, last night was his first beer. Oh, perhaps that explains things. It was, it was the first, it, I didn't drink the, 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 the little tanky thing. What's the big round thing? That's a barrel. The barrel. Those are good. That served me right through the night. I'm totally fine with that. In fact, for breakfast, I think I'll have a barrel. <laughs> I think we could arrange something. So how long will you be staying then? How many days? I don't know how long do I sleep for. <clears throat> well, we'll have to discuss it, but I believe we'll probably be here for about two to three more days. Two to three more barrels. <laughs> uh, that's good news. I was thinking uh, two to three hours, but <clears throat> yes, we 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 must. It doesn't change my barrel <clears throat> count. We must make no promises right now. Let us discuss and enjoy these uh, snacks that you provided. We will come down to join you. Of course, anything else you need, we're here. We thank you. Just just dial nine on your outgoing phone. <laughs> and he uh, heads out. Outside, tele- <laughs> outside telepathy, though, it says a fact. <laughs> uh, Xander's going to detect magic real quick from the room. 
All right, you detect no magic. Isn't that like a permanent ability you have now or something? Oh, it's, it's right. It's kind of like always on. I think I've got a feat that, that does it. It's just kind of a, a general sense. Uh, I, I think that was a feat, but you did not select it. I didn't take it. Okay. I think that's what happened. So uh, how are we going to get this girl out of here without being monsters? Well, you can't legally transport her past kingdom lines, so <laughs> she must go of her own accord. Well, yeah, I don't, I don't think she'd have a problem leaving, but... Well, she might. This is the only home she's known for a while. What I'd like to do is spend some more time with her and uh, see what we can do with getting her a little bit more trained up and comfortable. And then uh, maybe I'll make an invitation. I mean, I've got to make an invitation. I just don't know how exactly to do it to let her be comfortable to know that she can travel with us. She'll have to know that it's really dangerous. She'll have to know that her life could be on the line at all times. And she'll have to understand that we don't always get such great food. It's going to take a bit of, of convincing, but if we can talk her through it, why are we even doing this? This is a terrible job. No, I'm kidding. We should, we should definitely keep going to make sure that she's comfortable with where she is so that we can get her going on long without thinking it's a really big, scary idea. I don't think we can... I don't think we can spend two or three days here, though, Xander. All right, well, let me see if I can shit go is, talk to her. Shit is getting terrible. As I said, let us see how today goes. Xander, spend time with her. Get to know her. See if she opens herself up to you. You have the morning to convince her. <laughs> <laughs> Where's my diplomacy bag? <laughs> I will go with you to watch over, but I will remain the silent partner. I see a connection between the two of you. This is our way in. Where are the dragons at? From what little I saw of her yesterday, I think, Master Yaru, you would be beneficial in your teachings and meditation to help her find her, her center as well. Between the two of you, mentoring her, she What about be... you? You do magic shit too? <clears throat> I'm magic... I... <clears throat> Along the way, guide where I may, but yes. I believe Xanner and Master Yaru will be best suited for guiding. I'm more on the annoying woke liberal side. <laughs> I don't know if that plays well here in Iron. <laughs> Xanner's got chaotic magic. I'm chaotic good. We balance out. <laughs> yes. Okay, well let's do that. <clears throat> I'll go speak with her. And let her know that we're about to travel and see if she can come with us and if, if she's excited about that. And if that doesn't work out, we'll steal her. Well, Good. Hold on, let me get the nodding. battle map prepped. <laughs> let me bring up that old battle map <laughs> from last week. <laughs> what, if, what if the rest of us, or just maybe just me, we I go talk to uh, the mayor or whatever <clears throat> the fuck he is. He doesn't seem to like her very much anyways. He... Yeah, they don't seem very positively inclined to her. They but if we just take her. That's a really a good idea. That. Let's do it both ways. I'll talk to her to convince her. You guys talk to her about getting rid of her. They're convinced that she's a danger anyway. If we can let them know that 
as part of the helpers of that we are, defenders of the realm, champions of the king, ambassadors of the world, and saviors of Port Rising, then no doubt they would understand that we would, of course, want to benefit them by removing her from them because she's dangerous. Oh yeah, nothing can go wrong with this. That sounds like sarcasm, Bali. How about you drink a freaking barrel? <laughs> or All do you I'm have saying, a better idea? Says the ambassador was... of the realm. <laughs> <might I add. laughs> Bali fiddles with his badge. You don't like my plan? <laughs> <laughs> like to see Xanar at the UN negotiating some peace <laughs> treaty. <laughs> Ends with burning hands across the rows. Has has Bali been made aware of this uh, this this uh, child responsibility? No, not in any way. You've just been kind of nodding and agreeing the conversation because you're just trying okay. to catch up. So Bali's leaning over to Piercy and going, we're, we're stealing a girl? Is that is that what's going on now? No, yeah, we're not don't stealing Don't ask me to, not, to make the decisions. It's, I don't know. As I said, Bali, she must come of her own accord. But yeah. I, I don't know who she is. Why does she have to come? And why does con- she have to come when we're going off to dragons? There are, there, you told me dragons <laughs> the other night, and I didn't see any. I saw stars. No, but you were there when we talked to the blood gypsy, right? Yeah, I was here and there. You but you were there. Outside. And... If, if if half of what she said is true, she's still going to be a more powerful sorceress than Xanner. Apologies, Xanner, but well, she she know. may be maybe strong and all, but she's just this tall. She, you she's have to taller get taller than Xanner. Hey, yeah, but I saw Xanner. Bali, you were things up. You, you were that tall once too. Did you not have somebody put some faith in you and teach you the things you know? Um, we all have. We're all time. we're all talented in one thing or another. What we do, and we all had someone that showed us. That I wasn't way. asked to go off and fight the undead or face off against the scaly worm. Just so you know, it's not a delicate thing that we're being asked to do. Of course not. We've defenders of the realm, babysitters of the realm. Perhaps it was up to us to simply find her, and we can deliver her to a better teacher along the way. She is not welcome. She does not belong here, Bolly. She is unwanted, and she does not want to be here. And she will just as easily be eaten up by any of the scaly beasts that are out there. Then we protect her! And uh, Yara will slam on the table. We can be eaten up by those same beasts. And she can be killed here we in this village. We have been eaten by those same beasts. See, you all are very keen on this. I just want to be very clear. It's not going to be easy watching a wee one and fighting off the big one. That's true. If, the, right. if she's as strong as she's supposed to be, Bali, we won't be defending her. She'll be defending us. But is she strong all the time? Is she going to be strong all the time? Is she going to be fearless when we need her to be strong? That is her path to take, Bali. 
You did not see her last night. She was determined to learn. Okay. Mbale, I agree with your reservations on bringing a young lass on our journeys, because they are into the teeth Watch of your danger. mouth. Watch it, watch it, watch it. <laughs> because we don't have a good track record with young people. No, we don't. Group. Oh, so, so, so I've heard. <laughs> but this is her fate, and she could just as easily be killed here. If we had not come when we did, she may already be dead. We are her best chance at a better life, even though our path lies in the face of danger. Very well, then. I'll prepare another plate and bed. And Bali starts going through the <clears throat> the small print of his seal spell, going, yeah, I think I can handle that one. <laughs> <laughs> this all gains on the chance that she decides to come with us, so Xana, let us prepare. Okay. And actually, uh, Yaru grabbed a couple more of those uh, little biscuits that uh, Omen was handing out, and he only ate one. But okay. he grabbed a few more. All right. So we're proceeding, or yeah. We? So Xana's uh, gonna pack up with Yaru, and we'll go out and try to seek out Yelena. All right, you find Yelena. She is in a small side room. It looks like it might have been a storage shed or perhaps a workshop formerly that was then replaced down to a cellar later on and it was mandatorily made into a crappy little bedroom for her several years ago. Um, no no begrudgment there at all. And uh, you find her outside uh, in the snow and she's messing around melting snow just by putting her hand over it and really concentrating and you two approach the side of this house. Hello again. Oh, hey, good morning. Peep and I. What? I don't know that. Oh, that's a, it's a gnomish greeting. It's how we say hi. It's oh. not a magic thing. It's just my thing. So, <laughs> what are you up to? Oh, I wasn't doing anything. I wasn't either. We were going to go down to the quarry and watch Zana throw rocks. You want to come? Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. All right, you guys head down to the quarry where there is some work being done. There are half a dozen people that are pretty much gathered around the charred remains of some strange dragon-like creature on the edge of the stone. They're trying to figure out what <laughs> happened. Uh, and you guys kind of walk down and uh, one of the people waves you remember from the, the feast last night, but they uh, give you your space. And you folks are doing what? Psst. If you want to go practice somewhere that you don't want it to be seen or bothered, where do you usually go? Well, I, I go to one of one of the three quarries. If they're here, then they're not at uh, the other one. And she takes you to a different quarry. This one has a, uh, a stone walkway that's been left in the middle with water on the right side and the left side. It's a big, wide one, not as deep as the other one. And she walks across the stones, uh, almost like a stone bridge, and... Uh, 
says, this is where I sometimes play or hang out by myself always. So when you're around this water, how does it feel for you? Do you feel it inside your hands? Do you feel it in your head? Do you feel it at all? The water on both sides. I don't feel it because a lot of the times I don't even know it's there. And sometimes I've uh, slipped, but I don't end up in the water. Sometimes it becomes icy and I'm just like, oh, and then I quickly step back out of off the ice, off the water. I never you seem made, to get wet. When you made ice last night, did you know that you were doing that or was it just happening on its own? I, uh, it happened on its own and I kind of knew it might happen. Good. That's a good sign. That means you have confidence in where you're going with it. That makes it more consistent. What about you? Make a reflex save Xanner as oh, she God. pushes you into the water. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, 28. 28 is not going to be enough. She caught you unaware, and Xanner, you fall backwards into the water. Any last second thing? Uh, feather fall. Okay. Xanner. Immediately in the fall with the slip and it can't recover, uh, Xanner will just call out the word slow. And Xanner gently falls down five, six, seven feet and gently <laughs> goes down into the water like a captain going down with his ship. It is cold water. This is a terrible idea. <laughs> it's not falling slower. She looks at you, Yaru, and says, well, that wasn't impressive at all. It, uh, uh, you seem to be more water-based. He's very fire-based. He's, he's, does he know how to swim? Uh, instead, Xander will cast elemental motion and fly up out of the water. Bursting out of the water, Xander comes with jets of flame like Iron Man in his palms, and he is now flying above the two of you. Whoa! I told you I could fly! That's now so you're going to move around real fast and dry off! Would have been even neater if you'd done it a little sooner. You're all wet. Yeah, I went. He's not so great at the landing. Uh, <laughs> Xander will, will kind of whip back and forth a couple times, uh, kind of blasting some air everywhere. All right. She watches every move as you zip all over the place. She's in awe of the majesty and the beauty, but Yaru was like, oh, my God, he's going to kill him. So, oh, he almost hit that wall. He's not paying attention <laughs> to where he's going. What an idiot. Showing off, flying over my shoulder, moving hands up and down. Um. When I come back down, Xander will cast Electric Arc between Yaru and Yelena. Okay, this is an attack roll? It's a little attack roll, yeah. All okay. right. A little lightning. She, she needs to learn soon, is that what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey. <laughs> Make an attack roll. Uh, I'm so going with the Miyagi a, approach. You're going with a, the Kung Fu So you're going like Emperor Palpatine on her? Yeah, I, I'm gonna lay, lay turn or die. <laughs> All right, it's a reflex save. Yaru, make your reflex save. Will do. Ooh, not great. Only a twenty-seven. I'm gonna use cat's luck. I think I can do that on a reflex save. It might be a fortitude. Give me one moment. All right, she got a 15. That's a critical failure. Yeah, Ooh. can we can we pull that back a little bit? Does she have to be critically zapped by lightning? 
You can control it to a normal if you would like. I'll just I'll just bring it way down. So so bring it down to a normal. And is this a level one spell or is this a cantrip? I was shooting it as a cantrip, but I wasn't expecting it to be a cantrip with a level six. Cast yeah, that's it. what I'm saying. Let's say you have control over that and can bring that down <laughs> to whatever level. Yeah, you I was intending to roll uh, one d. Xanner and Yaru ten. come back to the cabin covered in gore yeah. and scorch marks. Don't <laughs> well, ask she any said questions. no. You don't She's want to talk gonna... about it. I want a thirty-two instead. There we go. So yeah, so it's three point damage. Uh, Yaru, you'll get none of that. She just gets static hair. All right. Zap! Hey! A lethal blow to static hair. <laughs> so she, so she gets zapped, and she sees Yaru do a little like twist on his finger, like a break dancer, to avoid all of the electric right. sparking but, off of her. But all your hair is still a little puffy, and it's a little puffy, yeah. And then I come back, and I just come back when my hands were folded back in, and I just rest. What was that? That's an electric zap. I was able to channel air and fire together to do an electricity zap. That's a terrible way to land. Well, it's all I got. Miss Know-It-All? Oh. I don't mean that. No, I'm sorry. You're doing great. <laughs> hey, listen. I have a lot of fun with you. This is really... F I don't get to play with other sorcerers and, and teach them things. I really wish we could stay. But we can't. We have to go soon. Do you think maybe you'd like to come travel with us? And learn more magic with me? Come travel with you? To yeah, where? we travel all over the world. We're yeah, actually we're... from Navarre. I'm from Edlin Home, way down south. We've been to Port Rising, the Thousand Isles. We're here in Ivoron. Whoa. We go everywhere. That's crazy. Be... But... Well, where, but where are you going next? I mean, like how how long? How I mean, where you'd be gone like a, a day? You would take me back? Well, that's kind of up to you. Really I, I like don't want to walk back. No, no, no. We're, we're not leaving right now. I'm just saying that we, we're going to go travel pretty soon, maybe up to Varric, maybe even north to uh, fight off more of those Colium guards like we did last night. You're, you're heading up north to the city of Varric to attack the Dragonkin? That's what we do, kid. We're warriors. We're travelers. We are the defenders of the realm and of Navarre and hopefully Varen. Ivoron's something that could be defended. We definitely know it needs our help. And it sure would be great if we had you along to help us out. Oh, why? Well, frankly, you're really good. You're really good. There's I can't a lot of magic fly in like you. you. Not yet. But with my help, and with more training, we can start doing it together. I, I'm, I, 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 I struggled even to to get the flame going last night. I don't know what you mean. I'm really good. I can't do, I can't do, uh, maybe even half of what you do. Well, I'll tell you what. I've been doing this for a long time now, and with the more you practice and the more you learn, I'll show you how to get better. Maybe you don't do the big spells right away. But we'll do more flame practice. You already know ice naturally. We can use that. We can do more of that. And you can be more and more natural as you go. You get older every day. The sun rises and sets. And along with it, your magic grows. It gets stronger with you. So what do you say? 
Let me show you how to do more. Xander, make a diplomacy roll. I hold it before you make that roll. I need to look at the new level 12 DCs for a hard roll. Let's see what we have here. Go to here, go to, it's here somewhere. I know it is, no hiding from me. Under mechanics, it's blue. Should have had this open ahead of time. There it is, DCs. Let's go for a 35, you're talking about, let's do a 33. Okay. Diplomacy rolls in there. 38. Oh! I didn't even need to hear a point, you guys. That was just a first 38 roll. <laughs> that sounds great. It sounds amazing and all, but I, I, I still don't uh, know why, why me? You keep saying I'm powerful, but I, I can't do the stuff that you do, and I, I can't, I can't fight uh, those, those dragon kin. Do you remember what I told you last night? You said don't talk about what we did. Right, no, no, not that part. That's fine, that's that, that's not what I meant. What I was talking about was that I have never, ever in my life met another sorcerer like me who could do other elements, who could train everything. And I don't think you have either. I think the two of us working together could become really really powerful and i know what you go through i know how it feels for you and i can train you i think that we belong together and i would really love to have you along to learn more magic with me i i think that'd be amazing but i I, I don't have that kind of magic in me. I, I keep telling you that. I keep telling him that, she says to Yaru. I, 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 don't I don't have that kind of power. I do little things. I think one, you believe in yourself very little. And you remind me of someone who I once trained in my monastery in the mountain. I left this person too early. And in that mistake, I will reap what I sow in due course. I cannot make that mistake again and leave you here alone. I know you are alone. And though you seek to be by yourself with these people who you live with, we can give you new meaning. We can teach you your own purpose. We cannot give it to you. We can train you. But the choice must be yours. She looks, she looks hesitant and she looks down at the ground. She looks at her hands as though waiting for some sort of magical sign or something to sprout forth, a flame, some ice, something. And she seems to be shaking her head, but then she looks at your, you and listening to your calming voice, Yaru, make a diplomacy roll of 29. That's a 37. <laughs> I, I, I say, I, I, I say yes. I say, I say yes. 
but but um Moten and, and Orem, they, they'd never let me go. We will arrange it with them. They are in our debt, after all. You think so? Oh, I, I know so. so. It's, uh, yeah, I say, I say with his life. It's, uh, I think maybe he say okay. Ah! <laughs> yeah, out of nowhere, Kirsten is somehow magically appeared in the quarry. <laughs> Holy moly. How did you get here? We're in the B, lo- we're in the B location. How did you? <laughs> we're in 120 feet, aren't we? No, we're, um, we're like uh, three miles away. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> she says, uh, so, well, what do I do? What do I do next? Well, let's more with our magic and practice right now. And then I think we should go pack up and get ready to venture. You need to know this isn't going to be easy. It's going to be really hard. We're going to be really tired and you might even get cranky once in a while, but it's going to be worth mm. it. You remember the young girl who was with us last night, Palik? Yes. I traveled for many years by myself through this land when I left the monastery and I was alone for all that time. But when I came to the, the King's city in Mescon, I came across Palik in the darkness of a dungeon. And she saved my life and brought me to join her. And here I stand. She will be happy that you come with us, but she must see that you are confident and she will push you as you push her. Then I'll, I'll get ready and, and, and I don't have much to pack, but I'm excited. I'm excited. You have some new gloves we know about. Grab those and come. Uh, And she runs off to go get ready, although she's nervous. I still don't know about uh, about, uh, the elders. And then she runs back and gives you a hug, uh, Yaru. And then she runs off. And then she runs back and gives you a hug, Xanner. And then she runs off. You guys are back at the village sometime later. You're all gathered as a group. You've just brought them up to speed. All right. (laughs) Amazing diplomacy rolls. Well, we should go talk to the old man, right? Yes, let's talk to them and his wife. Yes. You find them. They are getting more battle preparations ready of cutting stakes and preparing torches out in a uh, out in his little basement shed there. Hello. Hello, how are you? Good working hard. It looks like you're gearing up to head out. We, we are, we're gonna head out this afternoon. But we wanted to talk to you, I wanted to talk to you about something. You guys have been having a lot of problems with attacks here by the Colium. More more attacks here than in the other surrounding villages. And it, I'm, I'm going to be upfront with you. We, we came here because of that reason. All right. And we think we know the reason why you've been getting a lot of these attacks. What What reason is that? Yelena. She's like, I knew oh, it. Oh, and he points up. to hold his on, wife right on, next to him. On. I told you, <laughs> I told you. 
She she's unlike most of the people here. Oh, you don't have to mince words. We know how terrible she is. Yeah, you don't seem to like her very much, and that's fine. That's your right. W- would you be opposed to us taking her? Taking her? Taking what? her to somewhere like so a place where there's other people like her. Like a like like a prison? No, not a prison. She would be guarded. She would definitely be un- under guard, but not locked up like behind bars. There would just and, be people watching over her. And why would you take our Yelena? Do you I mean, want these attacks to keep happening so frequently? But what is it to you? We are the defenders of the realm. We're here to protect everyone. So you this once again make reason... a sacrifice to protect our town, even from such a nasty internal threat such as Yelena. Yes. She is one of the reasons we came to Ivoron. It's also part of the reason that Ivoron has been so heavily attacked. Yelena is? For all of Ivoron. How many people like Yelena have you met or seen in Ivoron? Not many in my lifetime. Maybe two? So yes. What say you, Orem? And his wife just says, ah, whatever. And she just brushes off the whole thing. Well, uh, yes, yes. By uh, Lark, yes. Uh, take take care. Uh, get her guarded and protected for our sake and for Ivoron's sake. We're in your debt again. I... I can help with this. And he starts rooting around in an old chest, pushing baubles out of the way and grabs a little sack out and pours out several silver coins. This is the least I could do to help uh, defray some of the costs. We, we can't take your silver, <laughs> kind sir. Keep the silver. Keep your village fed. Boy, I just can't give this away. All right. Any more of those runes, though? <laughs> <laughs> I love the scratch of the neck. Southern <laughs> Pearson comes up to you, taps See on that? your shoulder, and and, um, and pops a little rune into your hand. Which rune? Which one is it? Somebody tell me. It's the greater, the greater striking. You. So you're take you're handing over this greater striking rune. Yes, I'm keeping. I have I have a striking already. I'm keeping the keen, and I'm handing Sildren the greater. Striking. So Sildren will have more damage dice than you on his weapon. Weapon that he's used exactly one time. <laughs> but I no longer need him forced to heal you fools. Hang on a second. We've got a new sorceress. Let's not forget how we started a year ago. Uh, all right, so Sildren, you add, uh, attach this magically and it forms into the hilt of your rapier. Is that correct? Um, 
bigger sword now? Let me think about that. It's either that or the bow. I'm not sure yet. Okay, you think about that. Not the bastard sword? No. Because that's uh, not a finesse weapon, so my my to hit's a lot lower. Copy you. Um, the bastard sword is more for that specific spell, which is less relevant now. Weapon storm! Moten yep. continues and says, well, I, I suppose the next step is uh, we, uh, do you have manacles or rope? I can spare some rope. I, I, I'm, I'm not trying to be disrespectful to your abilities uh, or all of this, but I, I'm not sure how easily I will be able to sway her. She does not listen uh, to me. Moten, sir, we, we have, this isn't our first, um, uh, how you say rodeo? Child of Damnation. <laughs> we, uh, so we'll am, I, am, I, am, I, am I, am I understanding that you travel the, the world hunting down children that are bringing about the apocalypse? Not, not just children, people of all shapes and sizes. And Infants, ages. toddlers, newborns. Do you, see, do you see that cloak that I gave her? The one with the wolf head on it? I think so. So while we're traveling, that will dampen her, uh, you know, her the inconvenient powers she has. Make a deception roll, Thank please. Fucking wanting to do that. <laughs> Here's a 33. 33 is way beyond his eager capacity to make this happen. Ah! Is it uh, by chance a... Uh, uh, a critical success. It is. Oh, so I have a, a uh, an ability called Charming Liar. Okay. Uh, so two d six points of damage. When I get a critical <laughs> success using a lie action, the target's attitude toward me towards me improves by one step, Ooh. as though I'd succeeded at using diplomacy to make an impression. Okay. He throws his arm around your shoulder and pulls you in close and says, I am so grateful for what you're offering here. I will uh, go uh, get her at once. Uh, and he grabs uh, some rope and uh, a, a metal uh, rod just to protect himself and comes over and says, uh, thank you again. Are you sure you cannot take these coins? Those Feed your village with those coins. Throw another party when we leave. You are saving our town and our kingdom Ooh, and yep. relieving me of a great burden. That's, come, come, come. That's what we're here for. I might need some help with the beating. Okay, and no, let's not beat her. <laughs> this is taking on like a Borat movie. Yeah. We, we don't want to, uh, we don't want to anger her. I'm sure she, she'd be even more of a handful if she was angry. Oh, I agree. Uh, then... Yes. Then let's be subtle about this, you and I. Okay. Subtle beatings! <laughs> and the moon takes Palik over to uh, the little room attachment that Yelena uh, is in, and she is stuffing stuff into a, a small burlap sack. Uh, he bursts open the door, and he's subtle. Bursts open the door and comes <laughs> in with his rod and says, Yelena, what are you doing? And she says, nothing, and she hides the bag behind her. I know you when you lie. Yelena, do you remember me from last night? Uh, yes, of course. And I lean in and give her a wink and take her by the shoulders. Well, we're going to take you we're going to take you away from this place now. Okay. 
like a, a big wink. Like, come on, you know what's going on. <laughs> We're gonna. I think you've already talked to uh, the little Xanner about this, and I've just talked to Moten. And all right, gonna... this isn't working. And he roughly grabs her and forces her to the bed, and grabs an arm and pulls, puts it behind her, That's and. Favorite grabs another arm and puts it behind uh, her. I'm going to grapple him. All right, you can easily do so. You grab on him and he says, ah, stop. No, this is this is the, this is how we always do this. OK, but this isn't how we're always going to do it. So leave her be. All right, easy, easy, easy. I already told you we're experienced in this. We don't want to anger her because God knows what she could do when she's angry. She is patting out uh, the coarse blanket that has somehow lit a tiny bit of flame. So you sit down, sit on your hands. Moten, we're going to take her out of here and take her out of your life forever. I don't... Yep, fine, fine, fine. I trust you. Okay. Count to 100 and you can come out. And he says, all right. And he sits down and <laughs> is, uh, says, uh, and, and, and be gone, girl. Take your life with you and may Olaric find mercy upon your soul. Come on, come on, White Wolf. Let's get you the hell out of here. Well, you place. know what? I have suffered so much from you and your your terrible wife, and and now I don't have to suffer anymore. You've kept me out here in the cold. You've locked me away. You've kept me from from having any friends. You've yelled at me. You've you've cursed me. And 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 she uh, grabs her pillow and starts assaulting him with the pillow, smacking him come over on, hey, and over. Don't. Come on! I stopped him from attacking you. Let's She's wailing away. Walk away the, from this amicably. The <laughs> pillow lights a flame as well and starts spreading, which she is oblivious to and is smashing and smashing him with it. And that's 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 hot. That's hot. Come on! And I'll grapple her and walk her out. <laughs> All her right. Through. You have to pull her off. Make an athletics roll of just a twenty-four, please. <clears throat> Oh, shit. Uh, 19, I'm going to let it sit. All right, with a 19, <laughs> with a 19, the rest of you that are outside somewhere else and getting your own preparations made can hear a cry of alarm from old man Odin, who is just saying, oh, the birds, ah! And he starts struggling and attacks her with his metal rod. Xander runs in. Yeah. Yeah, Yaru's just you. Xander, you run in. Yaru, you run in. He hits her. You see, you don't know what's led up to this. There's a flaming pillow. Moten's left side is off, uh, on fire, and he hits her with his right arm with this metal rod and connects and does five points of bludgeoning damage uh, to Yelena, who spins into your arms, Yaru. There is a very loud crack as I uh, trust fall her into Xander's running arms and I teleport behind him and I've grappled him like I'm on top of him. Make an athletics roll for all of that. Uh, you need a 27. Okay. Oh, wait, that's perception. Let me just build my skills. 
Click. Ooh. You needed a 27, you said? Yeah, I did. Ooh, okay. I'm going to not let that sit. I'll use what one of the 21? hero points. Yeah. Use your hero point there and reroll. Click. Click. Patient is killing me! <laughs> Ah, oh, still a 26, it fails. All right, with well, a 26, you do everything you say, but there is chaos. And by the time you teleport around, she has uh, spun out of Xanner's grasp. Yep. And let's go with a strange, weird, pseudo tight, hot, burning hands at Moten. And unfortunately you as well, Yaru, since you are right yep. behind her, but this is old hat to you. Uh, make a reflex save of 22. Moten auto fails. It's a plus 23 for me. Can I just not roll? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, because natural ones. Uh, keep doing the click, no clickies. Here we go. 28 good. All right. You take no damage. Moten takes only three, but the room is blasted with a bit of flame. The bed is now halfway on fire. Moten's whole left arm and now shoulders on fire. He says, curse you! You can't even leave without trying to destroy us once and for all! And uh, also the small rug behind the two of you are also on fire. Yaru, go ahead and finish up what you're trying to do here. Uh, I just kind of strike down uh, with my tail just on the ground. Um, I'm trying to find this dude's freaking name. I keep forgetting it. Olin? Moden, his wife's name is Olin. Moten uh, the dry veil. Moten. Uh, I just yell at at the top of my lungs so everyone in the house can hear what I'm saying. Um, just, Moten! This is your doing. Whatever superstitions you have been led to believe, whatever prophecies we have been led to fulfill, she is in our care now and as such a defender of this realm. You will honor her from this day until your last, or it will be your last. And that is the favor you will give us now. Make an intimidation roll. 24 is your target. Right after that, if possible, Xander's going to cast Ice Storm in the room to put out the damn fire. Okay. 28. Another 28. Moden, ready to strike her again, says, I don't know what you're saying, but you're going to prison now and be gone forever, Yelena. And he throws his rod at the ground between them in a defiant stance, but also I don't want to hit her because this monk thing behind me is going <laughs> to out of me. Uh, so he does not strike her again. He starts trying to pat out this flame that's on his arm. Xanner spends an entire spell slot of ice storm what spell level is that uh it is a f four 
four, uh, you waste a great deal of its potential violet energy, but turn it more into a cooling energy and in the small limited space are able to start to cool the room and everyone quickly leaves the ice box that you leave behind, the meat locker that is behind as the flames go out, smoke is coming out and everyone pulls out, the rest of the heroes are outside looking confused and most of the town is now also surrounding this little shed as well, looking confused. So it went well? About to yes! Say- <laughs> We're ready to go! We're ready to go! We're going! Here we go! We're going! Yeah, got all your stuff. Good, let's go! All right, so Moten's ready to start cursing, and also, but you guys just move on. He said, good riddance! Never As come usual, back. we came in heroes. And- <laughs> <laughs> I'm not with them. <laughs> You guys uh, bring the barrel. You guys uh, head out and leave town. Um, Put in those hearts and minds. Yes. <laughs> you walk out of town, head back north through the uh, snow. Yelena says, "That was, that was crazy." Yeah, I'm sorry about that. That's uh, that's not really supposed to go that way. We figured everything was going to be fine, and we didn't think they'd be so upset. I'm so sorry that he went after you like that. That's a horrible way to live. I hope that's not a, an omen of things to come. Tom is going to mark the date and timestamp of that <laughs> statement right now. <laughs> Just in case. Um, hey, have you ever been on a boat before? No. Oh, you're going to love it. We're on this big, big boat called the Foam Runner. You have a boat? Yeah, come here. We'll yeah. show you. Just wait till the Nexus, it'll blow your mind! (laughs) (laughs) All right, you guys travel north for uh, about a good day and uh, a day and a quarter, and you arrive back at the Foam Runner at the uh, southern uh, edge of Nordrock Bay here in Ivoron. You go aboard the ship, and she is just amazed. I've never seen a ship. I've seen some fishing ships, but nothing like this before. Is this a battleship? No. It's just just the way to get from one place to another. Captain Gregard goes below deck. (laughs) (laughs) Anybody ask the captain? No, no, we'll we'll, we'll give it to her. It's okay. (laughs) Uh, Just, uh, just, uh, you see that uh, little bucket up there? Yes. No! Don't go! Don't don't go up there. It's, it's usually it's not good. All right. I would go, but you don't. Okay. 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 I can follow that rule. She uh, is aboard. You guys. I don't know what kind of accommodations you guys have been splitting two rooms that have already been kind of shared with the crews in the hold. Yeah, she can take whatever bed Yaru was sleeping in. He doesn't really need the, the uh, Actually, Xander you... will ask to take Yaru's bed while he okay. gives Yelena uh, yes. and Palika room together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's exactly where I was going to go. Good catch. All right. I like that. All right. Uh, she gets stowed away, and she says to you, Palik, I, I'm amazed. I was sitting in a quarry yesterday and just playing my games by myself. And now I'm with you on a ship. There's, there's going to be a lot of new things you're going to experience in the near future. Uh, so, 
where are we going? I'd like to know that too, says Captain Guard. <laughs> Back to Verick, maybe? Verick? We got some things we should probably look at. Yeah, we gotta go shopping! We gotta go to Romer's! Yelena needs a whole new set of things! She needs a bedroll! She needs a, well, she has a wolf cloak, but she could probably use some boots! This is gonna be great! What? No, let's go to you. Let's, let's, let's head to Virik, Captain. All right. And the foam runner sets sail and heads east uh, for a couple hours towards the city of Virik, the capital of Ivoron. You arrive back on the dock, have to spend another 10 minutes explaining to the guy, no, 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 we've done this before. We're not militia. And get <laughs> yeah. moved past that scene. And uh, you can do a pretty woman clothing buying montage mm-hmm. at Rummers. Uh, and you're able to set her up with some stuff. However, I will require a bit of coin to I'll tell, be I'll tell, uh, Polik will take care of it. Uh, and that amount of coin <laughs> is completely going to be a cost of living. Uh, she's currently at substance. A comfortable of four gold will set her up in nice everyday peasant clothes. Or you could go extreme with fine clothes at 130 or the most extravagant uh, evening dress at 430 gold. Um... What was the middle one? 130? Four, 130, or 430? Uh, we'll do we'll do the middle one. You're spending 130 gold on Yelena. Yep. Wow. Wow. She just says, uh, she's trying on some things, some simple things like, oh, this is amazing. And you're like, no, 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 that one. No, no, bring the nicer ones out. And it keeps becoming nicer and nicer. And you have uh, someone come out to uh, 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 trim her hair that looks a little, she's kind of coming from an almost Nell existence, if you will. Jodie Foster (laughs) from Nell. Very much how I was seeing it. Um, Except I'm getting the musical Annie. As we're going through, okay, <laughs> little Danny War, Daddy Warbucks there. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but then some finer <laughs> clothes. Romer's like, really? Oh, okay, yeah. And Romer brings out nicer clothes, and uh, Yelena's like, we we can't afford these. We only, don't only worry about it. Afford these. Don't worry about it. I told you you were going to see some crazy things in the near future. This is one of them. We want and, you to feel welcome to our group. Is there anything else you need? You want like, I have a little dagger I could give you? Or do, or do you feel comfortable? We might be in situations where you have to protect yourself. Do you feel comfortable with your magic doing that? Or I could. I, would you like a little sword or a knife? I don't know. Okay, well, I'm gonna give you this what dagger. about one of these? And Yaru shoots off accidentally a little crossbow in the store, just playing with it. <laughs> I want to give you this little dagger. It served me very well. It's very sharp. Don't cut yourself with it. Thank you. And she takes it and she looks at it, but then more like some hat is brought over to keep her warm. (laughs) Uh, uh, Like a full, like two hours of of grooming and great stuff is brought to her. In the middle of it, she pulls you aside, Yaru, and says, I I have to, I have to, uh, I have to use the restroom and uh, pulls you aside. I was about to say, the restroom's right over there. Yeah, and she pulls you aside instead, (laughs) Yaru. And she says, ah, this this is this is a lot. I I don't 
this is way more than I thought. I I I don't understand. Yes. What I, I like? Ah, uh, how do I pay this? That this is I. I think maybe I should go back. Don't worry about the payment. Palik will take care of you. We no, will, I'm worried about however, the payment to you and Palik and and the rest of these defenders. I, you don't give a girl something like this for free. Perhaps not in your experience, but it is our way to change that perspective for you. Let us do this for you, Yulila. Let us show you generosity. Let us show you hospitality. And then we will show you strength. Make another diplomacy roll. Another diplomacy Clicking, clicking. Ooh, not too great. A 21. Nope, nope. You don't point that shit. Yeah, I will. <laughs> Last one. Last one. Ear, whether you like it or not. <laughs> I'll give it clickers. to you. You can have my hero point for I that. did it. There we go. 34. 34 is huge yeah, difference. Yeah, big old difference. She says, it's, it's just a fantasy that's come true. I've dreamed of things like this and uh, I, I, I I don't believe it, but I, 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 I trust you, Yaru. You now have the choice between a modest living, such as mine, and I show her the kind of monk uh, outfit, or a more luxurious <laughs> outfit, such as... Oh, Pali no, no, I like the pretty dresses. I'll take those. Then speak with Palik, and she will get it arranged for you. All right. She returns back to you, Palik, in um, a little bit more calm and stable spirits, a little more interested in what's going on and making some choices. And, yeah, go ahead. I I understand you're not used to people taking care of you. From what I saw, you were living with monsters. So let us take care of you for a little bit. And in time... Once you get your powers under more under control, you'll be taking care of us. I firmly believe that. This is not a and debt look at to these these back. dresses look fantastic on you, don't they? And you she look great. Does a little twirl, and you set her up with some nice dresses, some regular traveling outfits, some rugged clothes, some warm clothes. You get her a pack type thing so she can carry stuff. Uh, you get everything all set up. She, at the end of two, even two and a half hours, she looks like she might be an adventuring daughter of like Sir Brenros type of a thing. Uh, she looks almost like she belongs, just not her age. Maybe she's a, a squire or something like that. She looks different. And she even says that herself at the end of it all. She's got this uh, traveling cloak on that's fine and looks good. She's got this hood over. She's got this new backpack on that's full of stuff. And she uh, looks in a, a mirror and just says, I, I, I don't even look like myself anymore. That's, that's a, that's, hopefully that's a good thing. Hopefully you feel good about that. I do. I I think so. I'm still nervous, but yes. And she comes over and gives you a hug and a kiss on the cheek. Oh, thank you. Thank you. 
Of course. And if you need anything else, you can come talk to me or any of us really. I think we would all help you out, but um I'm still I'm not sure. Have, we all about, have your back. About the, the priest. He doesn't he seems to always be glaring at me. He's grumpy. He's he's got a lot on his mind. He's fine, though. I promise you, he's harmless. Molly's been rewriting his spell book. Each glance at her, he's like, oh, this one. <laughs> this one. I need two of these. More remove curses. More curses. La- later on, after he's had a couple drinks, you should put your uh, wolf cloak on and uh, scare him. Oh, well, yeah, I, I think yeah, that's, that's a good idea. You know how many reaction <laughs> spells I've got? <laughs> All right, what are you guys doing as a group now? You're in the city. In the city. Uh, yeah. Uh, so there might be something that we want to do to follow up on uh, General Gorman. Vorman. He right. He had some things he wanted us to do. Well, yeah. We so probably... Yaru's idea was to go to after we do uh, this for Yelena. Maybe we go out towards the wall. Uh, and do the magical ink mission. Also, Idrisil not... wanted us to look mm-hmm. into the magic in the wall that the Colium guards might be using to pass through it. Yeah. Which is weird, because I would think they would just fly over it. But that's just me. Uh, Idrisil was never that smart. So, I mean, you know, it probably was just flying over and he just can't figure it out. Yeah, so, that yeah. makes sense. <laughs> he sent like six guys to take care of it. You know, that's that's work for him. <laughs> Shoots a couple of arrows, kills a dude, and then just uh, yeah, yeah. I think it's that way. I'm a scout. Yeah, um, yeah, going along the wall and seeing what we can see, I think is a good idea. Um, it's all they were talking about, like in the the battlements and stuff when we were there. Yeah, I would. Um, yeah, there's I a, would there's agree a with a that. Tower you wanted to look at? There's that like. Just think, Honcho, dragon, coin? Yeah, I was just thinking what's her level that we might be able to do. <laughs> uh, also, uh, she's trying to twink the low-level character and get her all the nice gear early on. <laughs> We're going to bring the new set her through, up and let her get uh, the killing cakes. blow for the experience. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Take her to the Tower of Scorching real quick. Oh, yeah, we just got her. Good idea. All these enemies are purple to me. <laughs> Can the uh, gray peak be seen from this location? Ooh, checking the map. Oh, that's an interesting question. Varen map. Looking at here, the gray peak. Yeah, well, the, I'm assuming the Gray Peak is where the Gray Wall. The Gray Hall. I see what you're talking hall. about. Yeah. Um, from here I, to there, I'm going to say only on a super clear day, and not with the snow that's been going on. But it okay. it's ha- but it can, it can be. Molly is 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 aware, and he's just every now and then you just see him just just looks in that direction, <laughs> checking it. There's also those two islands in the bay. Yeah, that's probably what Yaru thinks he's looking at. We still have dragons to worry about. We're always going to have dragons to worry about. Are you seeing the dragon? What have you been talking about this whole time? We've got to find out if 
Chad Ice is where Chad Ice shouldn't be. And we also have this concern, or I have this concern of the Reds. The Red Dragons, Shale and whatnot. We can't let them join forces. So we have to find out what she's up to. Uh, we don't even know where she went. That's why I want to find the Grey Hole. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I'm good for that. I think checking out the wall's a good idea. If we can find out what happened to that shipment of ink, or even maybe go find that Kalkavad guy. Yeah. Make him answer a question or two. Let us head along the wall and whichever we come upon first. Perhaps we'll Wally, the gray it. hall is deep in Charvain, is it not? Well, not say we make it in a single night's trip, but it should be of great concern. The winters, the nights, they grow longer and colder. The longer we tarry with finding magical inks and whatnot, it just drives her will even further. Do you think we should cross the wall? Uh, Bolly is trying to recall on some warfare knowledge that he might have uh, for tracking some intelligence or documents or whatnot that might be going around. Uh, this... Uh, this uh, lieutenant across the wall, he might have information, or he could. This Karl Kuvad? Karl Kuvad, yes, the one. It's dangerous and it's a long shot, but um, it's a possibility. Would it, would it be possible for Yaru to combine some of his hobnobbing and Coleum Dragonkin lore? skills to get some information on Kalkuvad. You've got Colin Dragonkin lore? I want that skill. Yeah, dragon, right I do. Well, you just leveled. You should have picked it. Mother father, I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> Additional lore. Colian Dragonkin. Um, We're sewing. Just, just um, the rumors of him in the city, if not military uh, people we've been talking to on our way um, from Fendic and all these people. Just anything we can uh, gain from that sort of... Um, you can make a society roll and a Coleum uh, Dragonkin lore roll. Uh, Yaru. Okay. I will do so as soon as my thing decides to work. Trouble with the foundry today. Apologize, everybody. I hear the clicks. You're definitely clicking. I'm trying. <laughs> I'm going for it. Oh my gosh! Give me something. Are you clicking the number? And I'm trying Seth, to get two. Seth and Christopher. I don't know. I, I created a. I pulled you over to the map, but I don't show you. Is in the map. I show you still in the Nexus. I don't know. I'm. There's I see myself on the map. Okay. Good. Man, I don't even have my skill. Okay, I'm sorry. Let me. Uh, Are let me you roll making for this you? up? No, no. Society. You said. I'm sorry. Yes. Trying so hard to get these rolls going. Sixteen plus that thirty-one for Ooh. society. Nice. I don't see the 
Coleum Dragonkin on my little list here. Can you roll I, it for me? I am moderately sure I put it in there. Uh, maybe I only put it it's into... under lore skills? Oh, oh, maybe it's in my... Yeah, under lore skills. Don't yes. go down. I'm sorry. In a 29. Woo! Both good rolls. That was almost a not-so-good roll, too. Yeah, All right. Really close. Um, you are able to, with your knowledge of Coleum lore, this is, by the way, uh, and Jeremy, your surprise is actually the same surprise that Xander has. This is odd knowledge for Master Yaru to have. And I would even say this is perhaps a bit surprising knowledge for you as well, Master Yaru. Um, um, this is... This is yeah. not knowledge that you have gained naturally or over time or through study. This yeah. is knowledge that has flooded through you yeah. in the last 24 freaking hours. Right. Oh. Through the uh, spark that you had the yes. encounter with. Um, you are able to have a sense of what this leader means to the uh, Coleum army, this Kol uh, Kuvad. You have a sense that he is a a standout from the army, but is kind of doing his own thing, almost like he is uh, presenting himself as more of a hero, more of like the rock star of the army than the leadership of Char Ice uh, would normally uh, want. So he has... Uh, supports that he is able to make attacks and make a difference and, and make the uh, the other dragonkin uh, uh, feel strength and that things are being done. But when he fails, uh, there is not as much support that it's okay for him to fail. So that's some brief knowledge you have. With your society, you're able to talk with some of these soldiers. You folks said you're making your way down the wall. Is that correct? Uh, yeah, out of the city and kind of along the okay. wall. And the wall goes for a couple of days down the east. It's not a small wall. It's a massive construction. And as you immediately exit the city, there are uh, several large clans of defenders there on that wall to protect the city. Chatting with some folks there as well, uh, you are able to get the rough location of where they believe uh, Kolkavad has uh, fled to after his uh, first and last defeat and tom remind me so on the map there's the the mark that i remember is cole kavad and then there's the two like uh sunburst uh things that are north of the river there uh -huh. uh, what are those those are the larger forces the larger army forces of the coleum army all right so the best that, way Kolkavad would be through the middle and not through one of those large forces. I was going to say, yeah, that is the same kind of location we're going with that that, that point on that map. No, a little shorter and closer to the okay. river, not as far. Okay. That or we take the foam runner to the north and, so, and travel through their back lines. But then we avoid the magical ink mission. Did you your Can scout we possibly put that whole ship and its crew in uh, the lap of an army. Your scout said, "Your scout Elven friend said they were able to get through the wall. Perhaps we can get through the wall in the opposite direction." I'm sure we can get beyond the wall. That should not be an issue for us. Where do we go? Do we want to go straight up the middle in between the two army groups to go yeah. right into his uh, Kulkavad? Or do we try to go out and around and be sneaky? 
Uh, we go through the middle, but we can still be sneaky. We'll try, I would suggest we travel to the east to the third fortification there. Uh, and then Let's cross the river between the two major forces. Yeah. Okay. You guys head out along the wall. You are trudging through a road, uh, a, a decent-sized road with essentially wagon ruts uh, um, that cut through the snow, but it's somewhat easy for you guys to walk through, walking in those little ruts. That's right on the other side of this wall. This wall is anywhere from 20 to 30 feet of lots and lots of wood. They've done a massive works project to make this uh, wall possible. There are areas where it's just a wall. There are areas where there uh, is a, a door uh, or a gate that can lead in or out. And there are lots of areas where there are places up at the top for guards and warriors to be on patrol to defend from above. Uh, you can see there are small little camps on your side, the southern side of this wall, where there are there's food, there's occasionally people resting with tents and some very quiet music every now and again. There's people that are being tended to for wounds. It seems relatively quiet. You are greeted by the warriors as you go along, though, as you make your way through and uh, you hear, hey, that that's that's the that's the heroes. It's the defenders, and they some of them slap you on the back. Some of you, uh, some of them offer you some drinks. Some of them cheer as you approach and make your way through. And you're going through one group. This is on uh, day two of your walk, uh, and some of them are cheering so loud above you and going, "Yeah, it's the defenders!" And a uh, lieutenant um. comes. Oh, well, a lieutenant comes down and, 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 and stops you guys and starts asking where you're going and what your plans are. And Yelena uh, asks um, Polik, as all these cheers are happening, she's, what is all this for? Well, you, you heard the little guy talk of all of our acclaims, right? He had probably a long yeah, list, like 10, yeah, yeah, yeah. We've, we've done some good in in these lands we've done some good in this world by protecting people by defeating evil and these soldiers are cheering for us because our reputation precedes us we're not a bunch of rubes running around here we may look like it and we may act like it sometimes well i don't we think you are Polique. Well, thanks. Thank you very much. And so that, Yara, that's why. All right, Yara, you have, I interrupted you. you. Had something? No, no, I was just going to ask what her reaction to everything was. That's oh, well, there we go. Perfect. Perfect. Uh, you guys continue to uh, uh, march along the wall. The river is just on the other side of the wall in many cases that they've set up uh, the wall just almost like a castle with a moat at times and just keeps going. You reach areas where there aren't a lot of warriors on the wall. There's there's maybe uh, outposts perched on top within visual distance, uh, but it, sometimes it's a little thin. And you have gotten word as you traveled and talked with some of these different leaders and clan leaders that the king is further down the wall, uh, King Grever, if you have any interest in speaking with him. Uh, but that is beyond the point where you're looking to break north, just FYI. 
Uh, you continue your hike, uh, hike your walk along the wall on the second day. It is uh, getting latish in the morning, heading towards afternoon, when uh, all of you uh, are walking along and there is a loud crash and crashing right in front of you on your side of the wall in this little wagon trail. There's a big crash as a huge 15 foot tall barrel made of metal lands right before you, in particular right in before Xanner. Um, and it's metal with uh, two thick, sturdy legs off of the bottom and two lobster metal lobster claws sticking out of the sides with a giant singular uh, eye that rotates around in the top section and it goes and before you can even react a metal claw lobster claw grabs onto you Xanner and lifts you up you take 14 points of bludgeoning damage as you ah. are crushed in the world is that the warriors that are around where this thing is dropped off of the wall are just kind of watching in stunned silence wondering what is uh happening or what's going to happen next Haru re pulls out his short sword and says after you you metal bucket of bolts <laughs> okay yaru reaches a hand back uh, and puts it on um yelena's shoulder all right, she stays back. Xanner, you hear a voice emanate, um, taunting you or so, you're not quite sure. And then you start to hear words and the voice says, oh, it's you. So sorry, hold on, looking for the release. Oh boy, oh, this worked earlier today. Get it, Get it off! The claw does not get off. The other claw creaks over to the top of the barrel's quote-unquote head and taps on a large panel. Could someone release the catch on the outside? I seem <laughs> to be stuck. Oh, dear. Uh, Somebody take it off! Sildren Palik. Um, so I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> so how like uh how tall is this thing compared to the wall uh it's under the wall by about 10 feet and tim you just said something uh percy was gonna try and go figure out this uh latch oh, release. all right see <laughs> you leap onto one of the knee joints and start climbing up this this 15 foot uh weird monstrosity get up to the top duck as the claw uh, that was tapping on the top moves past you and you see there is a metal panel with some just simple little metal catch that you're able to release and you flap open this panel and uh, out pops Phineas Tumblepot. Oh. <laughs> Who you are? Explain yourself. Uh, hey, it's it's me, Phineas Tumblepot, and oh, uh, um, uh, just just a second, and he scrambles out and slides down onto the arm that has you, Xander, and starts crawling out with a tool in his mouth. Uh, don't you hurt him. I I will strike you with my sword. Uh, yeah, yeah, just just a moment. Hold on, uh, Xander. And oh my he, gosh! He crawls up and is able to jig a little screwdriver in there and yanks it, and the claw releases you, and Xander, you fall and take ah! seven points of bludgeoning damage. Slow! 
Okay, <laughs> gently does not take the bludgeoning damage. Uh, and uh, Phineas Tumblepot slides and hangs off the arm and drops into the uh, snow before you do, Xanner, and you uh, uh, land upon the ground. Phineas. So sorry, so sorry. Yeah, hey. Why did you pick me up? Oh, I was I was trying to I, I was trying to give you a hug. It's not working as well as I thought. It's working better than I thought. It's it's kind of crazy amazing. It's so good to see you. It's great to see you. Where's you guys? Uh, where's where's Phineas? He's a, he's a science magic. Where, where's the dwarf? Oh, you mean Iggy? I'm I'm right here. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he's he's stayed in Mirskan. He's oh. the captain of the guard now. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. I I had to leave. I came for the call. I wanted to test out my my new uh, project. What what is this thing? Uh, it's called a mechanotron. Wow. How does what? it work? Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, science magic, of course. Science magic. It's what, got what's police. What's it supposed to do? It, it slaughters dragonkin, and it sends the Coliam army packing. Uh, or so I hope. It, the field tests haven't quite plan, panned out as I had expected. Have you uh, have you killed any Coliam yet? Ooh, define any. One. Have you killed one? Uh, I don't track that kind of... It's early for data to be tracked quite yet. This is more of an alpha test, if you will. Hmm. But it's very exciting. I mean, look at the claws! Look at the claws! They, they hurt! They're very strong! Oh, so sorry about that. And thank well, you, like, uh, thank you, little one, for helping get me out of that. There's armies of those dragons outside the wall. You should go get them. I don't know who you are. Oh, I'm Phineas <laughs> Tumblepot at your service. I'm, I'm sort of an inventor, and uh, that's that's what I do. I have a shop in uh, Mirskan. Wait, 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 wait! Your name's familiar. We ran across an invention of yours not that long ago. You did. Yeah, these goggles that could see through the snow real well. Sounds like sounds like something I've worked on for sure. Uh, did they work perfectly? I assume. Well, I think somebody else was wearing them. It wasn't. <laughs> it was rude to have taken them off, but I was wondering if you had any of those on you. Uh, I can't say that I do. Hmm. But how have you been? Uh, 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 let's see, uh, Zildren and Xanner and Maru, if I have it right. It was Master Yaru. Master Yar, of course. It's the same thing. He just said you're shorter. He knew what he meant. Yeah, Maru. it's Maru. Is perfect. Uh, how are you, Phineas? I'm. I'm. I'm doing well. I'm excited to be out here, although it's very cold, and and I I can't wait to go back. They. I don't know if you know this, but I I don't quite blend in with the rest of these Ivoron warriors as easily as I had hoped. Not traveling in that thing. Well, yes, and beyond that, they they tell such crude stories and they tend to tell a lot of jokes about gnomes like me that aren't quite flattering. How'd you get that big thing up here? Oh, it was quite 
the ordeal. There was some wagons involved, and then I had to walk the last half day, and and here I am, and ready for grand battle. Well, soon, again, with more testing, I need to be able to get out and in and, and not have the claw locked up. But you can imagine, just, ah! Well, it may not be a bad thing if it was locked up on a uh, coleum instead of our poor little Zaner here. That's that's the idea. Bali is scanning the uh, the uh, horizon here, looking for any attention that might be garnered from this beast. Uh, you see no attention from there are no enemies out there. Nothing but cold snow. You're in a deadish zone for the enemy wise. There are tons of not tons, but there's a maybe a score of Ivoron warriors that are watching this with interest. So, so Phineas, we we've changed and done things. We're now the saviors of Port Rising, as well as different heroes of things. We're ambassadors of the king now. We travel all over the place, and we're trying to find a way to get over the wall in a very stealthy fashion to go take out Kalkavad. Have you heard of anything like that that we might be able to do? Do you know oh. any ways? I can tell you that uh, a good time to go is... Uh, before sunset, they they tend to before even the the sun even thinks about setting. Right about then is when I believe the snow is at its weakest, and they are less out on patrols. Aha! So magic hour—that's my favorite hour. Right, Mister Lighting Guy. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. Do you know how to get across the wall, or do we just like go through a door? There's doors. If you, just, there's, doors. if you just move that thing out of the hole, we'll just go through. <laughs> how do we get across the river is a better question. Oh, uh, there is a, uh, a barge. It's the one that has like the rope that you pull. I've had them set it up for me for whenever I make my grand attack. Um, I'm hoping maybe in two weeks time, I'll be ready. Oh. What else? But, what, do you, what do you have to do? What are you going to do in the next two weeks? Well, I got to work on this. I mean, my landing was good, but I don't know if I have enough power to 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 to, to last long. And and you all, uh, well, not you per se, but uh, the original uh, defenders of Mirskan uh, uh, helped provide me with uh, uh, this power uh, as well for the Mechatron. Is so, that the crystals that, that that works that thing? Yes. Wow! I'm so glad he got good use out of those. Yes, and I I am here now. I've been told by the King of Ivoron, King Grever, to hold this section. He points out to the empty ice where there's no enemies whatsoever. To mm-hmm. hold this section uh, with these brave soldiers. And and I've decided, uh, and again, in maybe three weeks' time, we'll, we'll make a launch and make an attack and, and show these uh, dragon kin what for. This, this Mechatron's fascinating. Well, thank you. What, you seem pretty capable of making inventions. What else, what else have you made? What else do you have with you? Do you have anything that could help us? 
perhaps you seem like you've run into me before. <laughs> I was about to say, she might kill him just now to get the loot. <laughs> he says, I, I can think of, uh, well, I know I need that. And well, hold on. And he climbs back up and jumps into his Mechatron and throws out some old metal bits. And no, and that, that will, I'll definitely need that. Oh, you know what? And he climbs down with a uh, sack and says, uh, these might be of use to you. I call them hot expungerators. And he shows <laughs> you strange little warbling uh, uh, gas bladders, almost like a soft rugby ball shape, um, a, a highly deflated rugby ball that's thinner. And he says, these could uh, be of use to you. Uh, uh, these uh, hot expungerators, uh, if you can uh, pierce them or smash them enough, they will uh, create a great deal of uh, hot air, which will uh, I've used uh, when the first and honestly only uh, battle I've been involved with so far. We were attacked and the, the dragonkin uh, charged over. Some flew, some, some came across the water and there was a battle and I was able to smash one of these and it immediately created a burst of, of, of heat that uh, made them quite uncomfortable and, and, and it kept them at bay for just a few brief moments and gave me a breather of time for me to then climb into my Mechatron and then I was able to do battle which I know it did not work whatsoever and it completely shut down, but that's not the point. The expungerators, they they gave me just a brief moment of, of safety from these things. And, uh, and then you could certainly use them as well. And he hands over half a dozen, six, some would say, to the group of a hot expungerators. I'm going to drop them into the party loot sheet. No. Cool. It, it totally makes sense that you would uh, make inventions filled with hot air. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Tom, quick question for you, kind of unrelated. The Colium guards, do they wear metal armor? Have they been wearing metal armor? Nope, it is their hide. Gotcha. You guys can pull one off from the party loot sheet as needed. Thank you. Yeah, that's awesome. Of course. Well, uh, if you find your way back here in, say, a month or so when I'm ready to launch my attack, uh, you can join me and we can stride into battle together. The six of you behind the Mechatron leading the charge against the army. That's a deal. If Wonderful. come back here in five weeks time when you're ready to make your attack. I, I like that. That's even better. Yeah. And he uh, bids you all farewell, hands over those little gas bags. Uh, you say farewell. He asks for some help from you and then the warriors to help get his uh, Mechatron out of the wagon path as some wagons are coming by. And uh, you guys uh, say your fond farewells and continue on your way and head east further down the wall a bit more. And we will stop our adventure there for tonight. Yeah. So, uh, Thank you, uh, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, this is fun, and we will see you all next time. Have a week. Have a week.